What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. So that was it. That's how. That's how. That's where we're at right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, we were. I thought it was gonna be a lot more dramatic than that. Oh no. Well, I mean, like the the hat moment was pretty cool. Oh, that's that's a really cool. cool moment. That's dope. And it actually. And it was. So what we're talking about is in the pre-show we talked about the Walking Dead. No spoilers for the show. And how definitely they, and spoilers the, for the pre-show. Definitely spoilers for the pre-show. Great spoilers. Uh, and so how I thought it was a cool ending or whatever for what they did for that last episode, uh, the Rick Grimes uh, finale, in quotes. Um, no, I thought I th- it was made me interested to see what next week's episode is for sure. Yeah, okay. I so don't I'll know. buy it off Amazon or whatever, rent it. It's, there's maybe like a f- 10% chance that one day I'll stop back in on The Walking Dead to see what's going on. But it would have to be, I, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where once I know they're going to wrap up the main Walking Dead, yeah, yeah. that I would then be like, oh, maybe I'll marathon through to see. But I just feel like right now a show that's on that level where there's no end in sight, where it's kind of hit or miss for me, I just don't need it. No, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I, you know I don't watch a lot of television or movies, so yeah. it's just like... That's why I haven't really missed it since I left it. And I didn't mm-hmm. leave it on bad terms. It's just like, all right, I, I, I still read the comics. I still play the games. Yeah. I'll, I I'll get my Walking Dead there. I don't need to see this right now. I think I, I, think I finished it or I saw it out at least till uh, I think the end of the season where they started going to war with Negan. Yeah. And like uh, Negan came to the, what's what's their Hill compound Com- called? Sanctuary? No. What's the one where it's just the neighborhood that they were in that Rick Grimes like And they call it, oh, you're right, you're right, you're it's right. It's not the sanctuary. The Hilltop's the one where. Yeah, yeah, Hilltop is where the mayor was and yeah. where he was living and shit. Sanctuary is like the kingdom. Or no, the kingdom's the other thing. Kingdom, anyway, yeah. long story short, you remember when they attacked that and for some dumb reason. The like tiger attacks and all that shit. Yeah, but for some dumb reason, it was like the worst. Like Rick needs to just take a couple classes in like warfare because yeah. he has no idea how to flank people and they yeah. just let them get out. He was so dumb. Yeah. But that's the point where I'm like, I'm getting mad at this show, and it's a show, and I need to stop watching it. Sure. No, I understand that. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I forget what it was for me where I stopped watching The Walking Dead, but it was, yeah, just like, eh, all right, yeah. I don't need to come. Oh, it was, they came, they did one of the mid-season breaks, and they came back, right. and I didn't even know they were coming back, and somebody on the morning show was like, hey, yeah. what did you think of last night's episode? I'm like, is it back? And it's been back for like three weeks, and I was like, well, oh. that's gone. Oh. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I can't sit, sit down for three hours and catch no, up. Please, no, kidding God, me? No, I got things to do. There's much, games to you know play. how much persona that is? That's a lot. You see all this fucking shit they just announced for Assassin's Creed Odyssey update in November? Not, Fuck me, not, man. But I'm so excited for you. I know you are. That means a lot. How you doing? I am, I'm good. I'm looking, uh, I'm going to take Friday off, I think. Yeah. Wow. So that's nice. Must be nice. It's really nice. Yeah. And I, rec- I recommend it. Because I have not stopped. I don't think I've had a day without something major to do in like 18 days. Are you taking like the... So what are you doing? Are you taking time? Are no. you doing nothing? No. No, what are you doing? I'm driving to Tahoe. See, that's not... Well, is, but is it a relaxing Tahoe Yeah, time? it'll be a relaxing Tahoe trip. I'm going to see my family up there, so... You gonna hang out with Snowbike Mike? Uh, maybe. You go see maybe, him, actually. I might hit him up. Yeah? Be like, what up, dog? Let's get some... Mountain Dew Blast or whatever the fuck he <laughs> drinks up there. He whatever. drinks Gatorade. Does he drink he's got them pugs. I thought he was like a Mountain Dew guy too. Probably. I mean, look at him. Yeah. No, I'm just going to see my... I haven't, seen, I haven't been up to Tahoe to see my sister-in-law in a long time. So we're going to go... Uh, me and the missus are going to drive up there on Friday. Nice. and uh, make it. I was going to just take the day off to make it a little earlier. So we sure. have to leave after Smart. work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. You guys, I mean, you guys are just going again though. You got that Saturday stream. Xbox Louises. Yeah. When did they bring back XO? Uh, this is this year. 
What was the last EXO they did? It was like 2007 or six or something. That's Somebody what I said. thought. And Judge was like, oh my God, you're old. But I was like, because I was talking about this. I'm like, they used to do an EXO a long time ago, which is where they announced like the 360 or showed the 360 for the first time. Remember that? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And I was like, I wasn't even in the industry at the time. So I, it all blends together. I mean, I, I just, it was weird. Yeah. I remember, I remember that being a big event. Why did they decide to bring that back? We'll see. I mean, they're, they're doing a, it's a fan event. You know what I mean? It's in Mexico City. Uh, uh, it, they're going to make some announcements. They're doing. They say it's going to be the largest inside Xbox they've ever done. So that's why cool. we're coming in to stream that and do that. Oh, super fun! If you're watching live or watching on Patreon later, remember Saturday, twelve forty-five p.m. Pacific time, we're going to be going with a reaction stream watch along with me, Tim, and the What's Good Games ladies. Twitch.tv slash Company Games. Nailed it. You crushed it right there. That. I'm very proud of you. That's you can be. It's good. It's good. I'm excited for you guys on that one. Thank you. We're looking forward to it. Uh, you crossed in the stream, by the way, yesterday. What a crazy thing you did. Sure. 34,000 people at one point. We're, 40. We were all watching from uh, The Habit, which is the burger place that we went back to today because yeah. we liked it so much. And Pete, and we just could not believe how many people were if watching. If you missed it. it, ladies and gentlemen, I this is we're recording this on a Wednesday. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, I was in L.A. And on Tuesday, I hosted uh, Streaming Dead Live for Overkill's The Walking a dead game that launched yesterday on Steam. That's fun. And yeah, it was uh, uh, an up. If you missed it, it was like, hey, they basically pitched like it'll basically be like an up at noon interview show mixed with physical challenges, mixed with a bunch of people playing the game from a zombie bunker. And it was like, okay, it, like it, it's hard. And I'm not ever trying to throw anybody on the bus here. It's hard for me to tell you, the listener viewer the amount of times we've been pitched something like that mm -hmm. and it sounds amazing and then you get there and it's not drastically different but it's way but lower just maybe not hitting the mark of and what this place did not have that problem where no, they, i saw the in the image that you put out on instagram i if, i might be misremembering this yeah. but i thought you put one out where they comped you into a tv or some shit like that it wasn't comp that was really done they bought a, an old zenith crt tv oh wow and they they put a decimator to it and had a feed of the thing and like i know you it was a 4 hour long stream where we'll get to the people who were playing, but the game was being played. We did physical challenges and I interviewed people. And so they did this like, like, again, this is, man, we're getting nerdy. Here. Uh, the production company on this was attention seekers. Mm -hmm. They are the people who do the IG and esports challenges I've mm -hmm. done. So the WWE yeah, one sense. and the UFC one, they're great, sense. great people, really talented team. And yeah, they came in on this one, not last minute, but within the last few weeks, because something had happened to the other team and they rented all the shit. They got the space was already there. Cause this is, Starbreeze uses this space. This space is the old uh, BuzzFeed office in LA. No shit. Yeah, off, okay. over there. So like, you, it's like designed to have all the stuff like in there. Studio, yeah. And they went in there and they just put up, you know, the, the trusses like we have and rebuilt, rebuilt everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they did a like. I'm not one for like shots or something, but like you know, like because that's you and Tim. And I, like, yeah, make yeah, things yeah. look pretty. Sure. But the when I did the Skype like, interview, uh, my backlight is not good enough. Exactly. When I did the Skype interview with one of the guys over in Sweden. They did it where they had him on the TV next to me. So I was, I turned in my desk and was talking to the tube TV. That's cool. And it was like, that was actually a real, I saw it like out of the corner of my eye in the shadow. I was like, that's actually a really cool effect. But yeah, they went in, they got, they got all this post apocalyptic stuff. They had all this, you know, shit. They put up logos. They had cups printed. They had the beat up couch. They had uh, professional zombie makeup and zombies walking yeah, around. I saw that. Like, it was they, really cool. It was really cool. And then, of course, like, yeah, like, and I don't mean to be totally uh, ignorant to everything happening, but they don't were worry like, about it. I got that. Covered. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> they, you know, hit me up and they're like, hey, we're doing this thing. And they're like, all right, cool. Like, we've hosted streams like that. We've been part of the streams before. Like, yeah, we're going to get a bunch of different gamers to come in. And it's like, we're going to get Shroud. And I'm like, okay, I've heard of Shroud. I know he plays mm -hmm. with Ninja once in a while. They're going to get Jay Ghosty, who's Ninja's uh, manager and wife. They're going to get Angry Pug and they got Ammunition. 
And I was like, okay, Angry Pug, I don't know. And I heard a little bit of, like, I got a brief on him. And I heard, I didn't know, I get a brief. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I know what it's like when we show up at an IGN or a GameSpot or whatever. And, like, we bring the best friends and it's cool or whatever. But, like, yeah, I, we were doing the show and it was, like, the first time they kicked over, I, I kicked it over to gameplay. And they were, they kind of ran the show. And I went back and I opened my computer and got both Twitch chats open. And then I was like, I wonder how many people are watching. And I was thinking, like three or four thousand yeah, or whatever 40,000 people yeah. and the chat was just like fucking show shroud why are you showing shroud? i was like oh i've uh transcended into this uh streamer culture in a way that we usually don't yeah we're very happy in our traditional yeah. <laughs> mainstream press lane and like oh yeah streaming's a big deal and that's cool and then to be like part of it, like oh this is different. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's weird. Too. It's it's a weird too because we. It's not like we don't put out pieces of content that occasionally get like 40, 50, 60, Oh sure, no, views. and we've. I mean, like our right. e, our our post E three streams, right? Do like twenty yeah. twenty thousand yeah, people, yeah. and I and the game showcase is gonna I think fucking crush. But but there is it, it's so it is just kind of weirdly foreign to be able to like turn on a Twitch stream and see. I mean, 40, it's just that thing of like, just it's watch, just, oh, watching live. Okay, cool. Why not? I, I, if I, they hadn't been there, right, I would have brought a couple hundred kind of funny best friends over sure. and then it would have just been overkill Walking Dead fans, right? Like, yeah. that's the thing of like, and even if we go somewhere else, it's like, oh, we'll bring maybe a couple hundred, a thousand if we're right after yeah. the fact in terms of live. And then you get there, you're like, oh, okay, well, fuck, no. Yeah. And then granted, that's the power of having a destination audience, right? Yeah. If we only existed on Twitch, it'd be easier to activate people to go see those places. Oh, of course. Whereas we're like, all right, cool. Like right now, a bunch of people are watching live on patreon.com slash yeah. kind of funny for a dollar. With all due respect to those people, you're the same people watching live every time. You know what I mean? We see DJ Kento in there every time see because he's Charles there. Jacobson. Arvel is in there. I think he just went to bed actually before we went live probably because I was like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Mark, really. right? Like we see the same people over yeah. and over again. And then there's the people who only listen to it as an audio podcast. People who only watch as a YouTube video. No, it makes total sense. And this is what I tell like um, I've had a couple comedians like approach me like, hey, how come you're not leveraging like your this following that you have on Twitter and Instagram for uh, stand up? And I'm like, well, I do. But you have to also understand that I'm not known as a stand-up comedian and people don't follow me because they want to come out to live things and see live comedy they follow me because they like the content that i make so not that they won't come out but just temper the expectation of what that's going to be like when i go to promote a show because mm -hmm. these people mm -hmm. don't like a lot it's not like i have a ton of people in san francisco specifically who follow me specifically to come out to live comedy right it's different audiences for different things not to say that like when i tweet out people don't come out it's awesome when you guys do it's fucking amazing um and i love seeing everyone live but i completely understand if you're like dude i, I live in london i'm not gonna be able to make a show that you promoted yesterday yeah it's yeah, not yeah. gonna happen um but yeah so it's, it's cool how was uh did you get a chance to actually hang out with shroud and ninja Oh, Ninja wasn't there. It was just no, Shroud. no, it was it was Shroud, J Ghosty, Jess. Because Shroud's like what he's like one of the top tier PUBG guys, right? Maybe Fortnite guys now. I mean, I asked. I was talking. Well, I, like I was like the idiot who's just like, all right. So what do you guys like? Well, I know known Shroud play, used to he play, was, like plays a lot with Doctor Disrespect. Counter Strike like, is, is 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 a Counter Strike. Yeah. I know. Well, Andy was like CSGO. watching Disrespect, and then someone mentioned Shroud, and I was like, oh, it's Shroud, because you know how I like. To, I need everything in its place of hierarchy, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if I like someone, I just like to assume they're the best. Yeah. But Andy was like, no, Shroud's actually a better player than than Disrespect. Oh, I guess I, with all due respect to Doc, I think a lot of people are way better. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like. Doc is really popular because he's funny as fuck, funny and he does awesome, hilarious. cool thing. He's got a bit. He's got a character. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's always playing a heel, like when I when I'm fucking playing heel, Greg, and yelling around about stuff or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, I got to hang on with him enough as you do with anybody on a job. It was cool. 
Do you tell them to just occasionally? What, what is that called when uh, they send all their uh, viewers raid. over? To our, yeah, can you tell them to just rate us every day? No, instead I did that live where I was like, "Stop! I see a lot of you want to try. Just go to kind of funny games. That's great. We need you far more than they do. That's great. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah. No, Good it was because well, I mean, like, it was one of those things that was a cool event on a lot of levels in terms of it was one of those. I, I appreciate who we are, the inroads we've made for people to know who we are and to come to us with the right projects. Yeah, and this was like. I think one of the most, hey, this is a thing designed for Greg Miller to host, where it's like, we need you to act like you're in a bunker and you've been there for a while and have a dialogue with this zombie named that I, I started calling Ed. Yeah. You know, have a running bit with him. We want you to do these goofy physical challenges and make it. It was, hey, ad lib for four hours. Sure. And you can curse. And I was like, all Done. right, cool. And the Done. cursing is a bit of putting money in the change jar and shit. I'm like, I've got this in spades. This do you feel bit. like the four hour stream we did for IGN followed by the 24 hour stream for Extra Life? really kind of was nice to shake the rust off it broke me in you know what i mean really got me really got me in there Dude, it, it was so funny last night when i got out of it because it was just like i am the most tired i've ever been yeah you know i what don't I mean? doubt it and it's just like I don't doubt fuck it. And, it's, and it's like why and i'm like all oh, right we didn't have a weekend we streamed for 24 hours yeah. we did well, the no, ig and thing you didn't that's happening two weekends what was the weekend before that i forget canada we went and did EGLX. Yeah. So that was what, that's why I was telling, I was trying to explain to Joe, I'm like, I have not been this tired in a very long time. Yeah. And I calculated, I was like, I think it's been 18 days since I've had like a full nothing to do day off. Yeah. Because, um, and, and I'm not complaining all, like oh, of all this stuff not. was super great. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I just have to remind myself like, A, I get really bitchy when I when I don't have sure. days off. So that's why I'm carving out Friday for myself. I'm like, that. I've identified it. I was all going to take half a day. This is going to be great. And then I'll have a nice full weekend and come in next week fresh. But yeah, it's hard to say no to the stuff, though, because Canada yeah, was a blast. Oh, yeah. We got, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Greg and I went to Canada for EGLX and we got, uh, we had a great time roaming around the show floor, basically knowing everyone as Ghostbusters. Sure. And then we got blasted on Hot Toddies. Uh, the first night, which is great, and the that. next night we got bla- I got blasted on fucking like super sex sugary on the beaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget what they were. Yeah, yeah. That was super fun. Uh, yeah, I forget who it was, but one of the best friends you kept, she got it, and she's like, "Oh, this is way stronger." And you're like, "Oh, what is it?" And like, you couldn't even taste the alcohol nah, in any of them. Nah, I was fucking going to I was, Yeah, I was gonzo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Then it was the thing. It, it was funny. Uh, no way. It was uh, the showcase. Obviously, you know what I mean. Coming up so quickly. And uh, sitting there and I was running through the schedule and I'm looking at the thing and it's just like, oh, fuck, we, we were trying to get assets for the showcase on Monday of this week. Or like, so the upcoming one, the Monday after that we record this. And then I looked at the calendar and I'm like, oh, right, we're supposed to film the other bits of the showcase a week from Friday. Yeah. Right. So it's Monday assets. Friday. And I'm like, I looked at the schedule and I'm like trying to figure out and like Tim's on, on a job where I was on those jobs. I'm like, Tim and I just need to plan the run of show. And then write the segments we need to record. Mm. And then we want to get other people involved for doing the opening segments. So it's like, oh, Jesus, fuck. And I hit him up. I'm like, do you want to come over? This is when I was gone because we've just been hitting around. Do you want to come over on Thursday and Jen will cook and Gia can hang out with her and then you and I can sit? And he's like, I'd love that, but I'm in New York. Fuck, right. And so it's like, what if we did it Saturday? And Jen and I had already had the conversation of like, listen, the the next three months are fucked. And this is like starting yeah. in October, right? Of like, we, we can't do anything anymore. Like we can't, if we have a free day, 
Let's just be together. Let's not do it. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to get awkward. Don't not awkward, but like, right? And so I hit her up. And it was already XO18 or whatever. So right. we're already doing the Xbox thing. I'm like, hey, can we can we do it Saturday? And she's like, listen, you got to make this showcase go. You got to make this thing. I understand. Go do your thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, So like, Tim and I are going to come in early on Saturday here to do the showcase stuff and get it ready to then do the showcase or to then do the Xbox showcase, to then yeah. do the post show, to then go the fuck home and do it. But be ready in the place we need to be it's for brutal. Friday. I mean, my, I would say to you, I mean, obviously you, we want to knock the showcase out of the park. Obviously it's a passion project for all of us here, but I would say, you know, feel free to like, you can pare it down accordingly if you feel like it's going to be too crazy, but it's not even crazy. It's just, it's cause I don't think, I don't think the actual production of it's going to be not nuts. At all. Not at all. I think mostly it's just an opportunity to really evangelize and uh, be cheerleaders for a lot of cool games that you yeah. guys like everything else. We can kind of scale, if we, if we, I mean, honestly, if we had to, we could go outside and shoot oh, intros no, and outros it's, on, our, it's on our just thing with the, the backdrop of San Francisco. It's not any of that. It's just the time keeps on slipping, slipping, mm-hmm. slipping. Which way? Into the future. Yeah, that's right. And so when I'm not paying enough attention to it, where yeah. like like I, I made the joke when I was talking about Extra Life a few weeks ago, right, where it was Andrea and Jared kept fucking hounding me. For like, what what is the plan for Extra Life? What are, When are we coming in for Extra Life? And I'm like, I will email you when it's the appropriate time. And then I look at the counter, I'm like, oh, Extra Life's next week. That's why they're asking. Yeah, that's why they're, asking. they're like, it's, it's the appropriate time was two weeks ago. Yeah. I fucked up. Sorry, guys. Uh, here's what the plan is. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that the deadlines just keep sneaking up. And this is the... I feel like you and Tim uh, need to just book everyone else for your shows in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And just stay off all of them. I, honestly, I think it'll be that we get the lion's share of it done on Saturday because it's literally you've done this before oh, like yeah. a you run said, of show is going to be simple where do we want to start where yep. do we want to go yep. and then it's going to be put the the video game in here in terms of the asset and then in front of it who, what it would be said and on the end of it what would be said and then go that way yeah, super repeat. easy yeah, it's, it's not, not going to be that hard you just need to sit and we just need to sit down and make it happen do it yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually it's funny because I find that to be a lot of the time consuming stuff here which is it's not hard yeah, oh and yeah. it's stuff that I know we can do very simply. It's just getting all three of us in a room or two of us or the stakeholders in the room to do it. Yeah, ends up being that's the hardest part. Sure, and like not like a perfect example was that Ghostbuster short that I wanted to cut for a year. <laughs> it was like it's not hard. I just needed to carve out six hours yeah. on a plane ride. It's the same thing with, with like that the- dude next to us that was oddly familiar with what like remember that guy that's in the middle yeah. of us on the way back. He was He's like, like Are "You guys, gonna-? this is what this guy does. This is the hard sell that he tries to give us." He's sitting in the middle of us, the shit seat. And we start talking a little bit, and he jumps on the opportunity. Remember, he was like, do you guys want to sit next to each other? Because I'll totally take the aisle seat. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. I don't want to. And then he did. Yeah, he saw me in, like, what, I had the Twitter sweatshirt on. He's like, I used to work there, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. Headphones on. I'm like, I don't want to get even Uh -uh. Uh remote. I don't want to get in Uh -uh. a 50-foot radius of having a conversation with you. Not that you're not a nice person, but just fuck off. He was weird, dude. He was weird as fuck. (laughs) He's probably watching right now. You can't say that. He's fine. He's fine. No, it yeah, it's it's just the fact that it's going so quickly, and the, yeah. it, but it, uh, this is what I've noticed. We we'll get it done. We get everything. Done. No, no, no. I'm not worried about it. It's not. It's not a concern. It's just the thing that your parents would always try to tell you, or at least my dad used to tell me growing up, of like, you know, the older you get, the faster it goes, mm-hmm. and that's true. But it's also the busier you get, the faster it goes because it becomes there's all these things on the calendar. And so I'm so focused on the next objective that yeah. you that I'm, you, the objectives are coming so quickly that you don't think about until you look back and realize it's over. Yeah, I know. And it was the same thing of Extra Life, where it's like, oh fuck, Extra Life's coming up. It's here. It's done. And this Walking Dead thing, I like uh, for me, it's always airplanes and showers. Where 
I'll be on the flight in and I'm like, all right, time to get psyched. This thing's about to happen. This is job. And then it's also that thing of like, it's almost a blink and I'm on the plane leaving. Yeah. And I'm like, the job's done. Canada was that way. Yeah, totally. Canada was, I was like, ah, that was good. Yeah. You leave with a good sense of like, we, we really connected with people. We did some great work. We had some great stage time and then, but I think it's, yeah, I think that's why it's, 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 I don't think that's ever going to change. And I think hopefully if we do it right and we continue to do what we're doing, like that'll just get to be a even bigger i don't want to say problem but that'll be that'll just keep, keep getting it's amplified. a wonderful problem to have hey Absolutely. we have so much cool shit happening Absolutely. that it's always on top of us the next big thing yeah. and so that's why i say like that's why i try to uh i just i just know myself that when i start to break down i get like i get i get snippy oh sure so that's why i'm like i gotta i gotta do you all a favor occasionally and take a day off no and that's what that. we all should do you know yeah, what i mean that's, that's the, the that's right the thing to part do. of it yeah plus I, I also feel a little bit bad too because what we do echoes throughout the rest of the group Cause like extra life is so was so fun that nobody really wants to leave. Yeah, and it's like you gotta almost like cut people off. I'm like get the fuck out. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Totally. Get out. That is or true. Or else yeah. you're gonna burn out and you're gonna die. And like, I haven't I seen Andy since extra life. He's probably dead. I saw Andy yesterday. He's fine. No. Yeah. Just didn't want to see me today. Is that Andy? Thing? I think uh, I can't tell if Andy hates me or not. I think it's he possible that he yeah, does. Yeah, I know he does. He does. I don't me. know for sure if he hates me or not, but I have an inkling that he hates me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I probably he probably loves me though. I'm probably just being paranoid. He probably loves me. Hates you, but no, it's it's you know Jen's got a green card interview coming up, and it that was so far out, and then she was like, "Yo, for real, you have to find your birth certificate because that's one of the documents required." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "In like the first night, I had gone through and torn apart like my our filing cabin. I could not come up with it. And I'm like, I can't remember what my birth certificate looks like. I don't know where the fuck it is. But that night, this is like night one." She had said that, and I did all this. I went online, and it's like super easy to get a, your birth certificate. So yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay, no problem." And then. She poked me like on Sunday. We were like, I'm like, all right, let's go to the grocery store. We had just come back from extra life. And I was like, all right, let's go to the grocery store. And she's like, before you do that, you, and I was like, oh my God, a week's passed already. Like a week has passed oh, since yeah. we, I put a pin in this stuff. I'll, I'll email from, or, you know, work to, or from, uh, yeah, work tomorrow on Monday. I was like, fuck. All right. And sat down and busted it out and like had to go through all these hoops, of course, because I, it was this weirdest thing. I went in to request it through the digital forum or whatever. And then it's like, all right, cool. You know, we're in a- <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I went online. It didn't work. <laughs> Not that Thanks, weird. United States government. government. Right? Uh, but it was, I'm going through it. And, it. and then it started asking me questions to prove my identity. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure, sure, sure. And then it started asking me questions about this place my parents owned years ago. And like, who was the mortgage? Or what, what did they, what, 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 what did you pay for this property? And like, who was the, and when I got that probably wrong, they were like, who gave you the mortgage on this? And I was like, I can call my mom and dad right now. I'm like, I can also just blindly say, you know, I'm going to get out of this. And then it was like, it locked. It's like, no, you need to prove your identity. And I'm like, fucking that God sucks. damn it. But no, it actually worked out really well because I sent in my ID and they did it in two seconds. No, oh, okay. And then I got them. Uh, they were waiting for me here. Which, by the way, interesting fact about Greg Miller mm-hmm. may raise some questions for you. Not a natural born citizen. I looked at my birth certificate for the first yeah. time in forever, right? Turns born. out you'll love this one. Accidentally, they put me down as female. <laughs> and then there's a line through it with male typed over the that top. That makes of it. a ton of sense. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. <laughs> they looked at me like, I don't know. No, sheriff could go either way. We don't really know. Uh, I have to do that thing. Well, that's I'm I'm up against that 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 uh, that same a similar thing in similar vein. Not as not as cataclysmic if I don't get it done. But I've got the got to register re-register my car. Yeah, got to get the smog check now, which is another fun thing that California makes you do. Also, got to renew my license and got to go in to renew my license because mm. I got to get the. Uh, the license that allows me to get on planes with it. Oh, right. They changed the shit, right? Fucking 
money grabbing sons of bitches. Did we not make an I fucking voted to legalize marijuana so they'd get off my back with all these fucking extra stupid shit that we got to do. And now we're not giving them enough money. Wait, real quick. Why, what did the, why, the you voted for marijuana in and my helps, brain? Okay. Uh, the taxes. It's go all related. Making got it. A lot got more it. Money okay. for California. Gotcha. But now they want me to go in and get this new ID. And I'm like, what? I don't understand because my ID that I've been using for 38 years to get on fucking planes is not good enough. You got to have this other. Now there's one that and they get they're so smart at creating a fucking competition. They know my brain. I got to be a competitor. Right. One says non federal ID thing. The other one says like dope and has a bear on it. And that's when it gets you on a plane. And they know I like the fucking bear. So now I got to go in and get that. It's annoying. By so the way, are we all one of us the have states that by, this mattered? Or, yeah, okay. So all of us have to have them by 2020, basically. Unless you. So the way I understand it is, in California, if you don't get one of these IDs by maybe it's 2019, they will not let you on a plane in California unless you have a passport sure. with you. Which one could say just bring your passport, yeah. but my passport's so nice and so like well kept mm. that I don't want to start ruining it by taking it on the myriad of plane flights that we have See, to have. See, that was my thing a long time like ago. Six years. An ex wanted to get me a uh, passport like covers. Protector. And I was like, no, I want to beaten in. I want to look like it's well-worn and travel. You want to look like a CIA agent and like well, they have the Middle nice East. Stuff too. Yeah, I, I, but even my, it's like worn enough, but nobody stamps anymore. No. Nobody stamps no. anymore. Oh, they do occasionally. You get a stamp here and there. I had a, I had a few stamps from I have my, a few, from but I mean, for as much as I actually do international, I can't ain't stamp and shit. You know what I always wanted? What? And tell me you don't want this. Tell sure, me you don't tell want me. this one. Sure, tell days. me. You know when they open up the suitcase and like the born identity and they've got like different currencies and different passports? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've always wanted a suitcase sure. like that. Okay. I don't want to use it for anything nefarious. I just think it'd be cool. I think back to the future, right? When Doc opens it up and he goes through and he's got all the different money. The coins. Uh, yeah. That was pretty yeah. cool too. Because yeah. that yeah. was the one thing you wonder. Like everyone's like, oh, I totally go back in the past. I was like, how you what are you gonna pay? How are you yeah. gonna pay for anything? Yeah. Dollars are different. Yeah. You're gonna end up on the street corner hooking, trying to get a couple bucks just to pay for a cup of Joe. That's true. Depression That's true. You know? Yeah, totally. It's brutal. Go back and play the stock market though, and then come back and get that money, and then go back. It's like you know. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I'm just thinking, how do you? How do you? You have to bring gold. Yep. You have to bring a gold bar with you because you can't bring a hundred from now. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck oh, is God, this no, no, future no, no, money?" Yeah, no, no, you can't. Do that. Money, was money even, it was like bigger back then, from what sure. I understand. It was like eight times the size for what we see in movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for what we see in movies. Yeah, yeah money was crazy. bigger. That's what we're basing everything money was on. Bigger. Of Pinstripes on suits were bigger. Oh, that was huge. Hats that were was bigger. Huge. You kidding oh, me? Oh man, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. Um, the one thing about being on that Walking Dead shoot that I, I thought was cool was again, it's I, I always appreciate when we have a little bit of a glimpse of what our future might be like, mm-hmm. of being in a giant space that they've converted into like all this <sighs> different stuff. So nice. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like different trusses and different sets, and like, yeah, us getting down there one day and doing that, having Matt build out like a bunch of different little oh, things. Oh God, I want, I want it so bad. I, I think about it, especially as we, you know, when I come, like, it's not a knock against anyone here. Uh, I love everyone we work with. It's just we're always so on top of each other sure. that I forget how much more relaxed I am when we do have the space. Yeah. And so that was always the lovely thing about IGN was when if the editorial pit got a little too crazy or if there were too many people or if there were guests or whatever, you could always get up and just go into a conference room or go sit in the uh, the break room. Yeah. You know, that beanbags and shit or you just fuck off and like, I don't know, go to another part of the building so people couldn't find you. Yeah. Namely, I used to just go work in like conference rooms so Fran couldn't find me. Sure. Uh, well, well, I need you to do this thing that other people need me to do. So I'm like, I don't want to do any of that stuff. I don't understand what it is, and I'm just not going to do it because tomorrow you're gonna. <laughs> so someone's gonna tell I you. I know what you're talking it. about. And I refuse to acknowledge it. Goodbye. <laughs> there were so many times. There were so many times with the old job where I was like, I, you know, it would be, you would get directives passed down from executives. Yeah. That didn't really understand how content creation or, or anything worked. Of course. And then like your boss would be like, we have to do this, and you would look at him and be like. 
it's not going to materialize. Like I'm going to spin wheels on this for a week, try to get stakeholders involved, try to get everyone to buy in on this, and then the bottom's going to drop out. And that was like every sales deal from like 05 to like like 2010. Oh, we got this great idea. 3D. Look, that's not, again, it's not physically possible to broadcast 3D and have people see it on their screens. Yeah, but what if it could be? I'm like, do you have $6 billion to upgrade the infrastructure of the internet and everyone's TV? Stupid shit like that. So there was always those moments where I'm like, I'm just, I just learned. I'm like, just avoid. Yeah. I see the look. I avoid. Get out of there. That was it. Yeah. Gonzo. Yeah. It was weird going back to IGN though. Yeah, that was your first time in forever when we went uh, back into that Taco Bell stream, right? That was, uh, that was I think that was my first time stepping foot in the building in three years. Yeah. And it was weird to see Zach Ryan sitting at my old desk. I had hired him in before I left, and now he's like the head. Of, he's like my old job. Yeah. I hired him in as a producer. But now you're stealing the jean jacket look from him, so you're winning. Well, he stole the, uh, hey, I'm going to be broodingly good-looking and tall look from me. That's true. So That's I was true. like, That's true. well, go fuck yourself, then I'll take the jean jacket look, and we'll good call the spade as bad. Yeah, yeah. Except he actually has the shoulders to fill out the jean jacket. Mine just kind of like dips down here like a sad sack of potatoes. Wow. But you know, actually, uh, it was nice because the jacket's a little oversized, and last night I went to a show, and it was cold as fuck, yeah. so I just threw a sweatshirt underneath and called it a day. I am look. hurting, I want you to know. like I, I, Every wheel's turning. I've looked at my phone a couple of times. One of the guys from the Walking Dead media team or whatever that had brought, not the Walking Dead, but the mm-hmm. project that had brought me on, his sister is a comedian, and she's pretty well known. Okay. And she, I Googled her and I was like, oh yeah, I've, I've seen her. And I can't remember anything about her other than she's, she works with Amy Schumer a lot. She works with Amy Schumer a lot. Is she like in her movies or is she a stand up? That I don't know. She's a stand up. Yeah. I don't know if she's in movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Amy. I don't, I wouldn't, I'm, nothing's. I'll, like, I'll try to get, I'll try to get back. I'll try yeah, to, I'll try to cool. figure it out for you. But that was it. That's all yeah. I had for that on that front. That's all I have for that. That's all, that's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, watched uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. And was blown away when by episode three, it didn't. Usually, I'm really fast on the uptick where it was yeah. like, where it's like, oh, that's an actor from so and so, so and so. Didn't immediately put it together. Bronson Pinchow oh, yeah. is in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, is that motherfucking Balky Bartokamus? Balky, right there. Is that Balky? Yeah. I haven't seen him since he that, from the role that he popped in on uh, Beverly Hills Cop. That was the last time I've ever seen him. I think. I think Perfect Strangers might have been after that, actually. It's possible. And again, he was on Lois and Clark. Was he? The New Adventures of Superman. Oh. He was the prankster or the toy man. I forget. I think prankster. He's one of those guys that I'd love to sit in a room with and be like, what was your life like before and then after Perfect Strangers? Sure. Because that show was a minute. You know what I mean? It oh, was yeah. like a second in our in our collective TGIF, man. watching habits. Yeah. It was beautiful. I feel like we're getting farther away on this table from each other. <laughs> but yeah, we should have done it quietly yeah, to see if we would have picked just, up on it. We're just out of we're we're on the walls. The yeah. Uh no, I my my uh chilling adventure with Sabrina, the teenage witch, goes like this. Yeah. Jen had started watching while she was working. Oh. She's like, it's all right. I keep it on the background. I'm not in love with it. I'm like, all right, good feedback. Everybody else is like, it's great. I'm like, okay, interesting. And then I came home one night and she was watching it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I did some work while she was doing some work. And uh, then I was paying attention and a bunch of crazy shit happened. And then it ended. And it was like, all right, cool. Here's the trailer for the next thing. And I was like, oh, I just watched. I started with the finale of this show. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Okay. All right, now okay. I know how it ends. Great. It, uh, it's, it, was, it was decent. Yeah, it was decent. I think the show is. Um, did you ever watch Haunting of Hill House? Did no, you? I did not. I might watch that next. I got to watch the next thing. Here's what happened. Let, tell um, me what happened, Nick. I when I get worn down, I want I look for uh, 
comforting things. Yeah. Things that are familiar, things that I don't necessarily want to think about that I can either watch or eat or interact with, right? Sure. Comfort food. You got the comfort, comfort food, but James. comfort food going further, like the comfort shows. That you yeah, watch, of course, right? of course, of course. So really tired yesterday, starting to feel a little sick, right? Getting a little, the headache Get out of here. Get out of here. Starting to feel the weirdness. And I'm like, like, I'm going to go home. I'm gonna, I'm, I just shut my computer. I'm like, I'm going. This is my body's way of saying, hey, Turn it off, bitch. You, you hear that knock on your door? That's Dr. Shingles. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the herbs. Um, no, I, I just didn't want to get sick for this weekend. So I was like, I'm going to go home. And I got the show tonight. It was I had a show at Maggie McGeary's last night. Um, and uh, Did they like, talk about me? That's where I debuted my act, you know. Uh, they did. Well, you're, they put your picture up. Oh, nice. Yeah, one of the caricatures yeah, in the background. Yeah, I got them to, uh, to do that for you. You look like a, a totally different person. Yeah, sure. It's you. I assure you, the artist is just... You look like it's John Lovitz. You look, <laughs> you look like a lot like Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, but it's you, I, I guarantee it. Um, so I went home last night, and uh, D was like, do you want to start watching something new? Like, you want to watch me? I was like, honestly, I started watching Blade like three days ago, and I really just want to eat a burrito and watch Blade. Like, okay. I just want to, I want to get warm. I want to put like three blankets on my old ass and have it. And she brought me a burrito home, and I was like, can we just watch Blade? She's like, yeah, you can watch Blade if you want. And man, I love Blade. Yeah. And then I got home from the comedy, the the show at like ten fifteen at night. Yeah. And I was like, Am I gonna do it? Am I gonna fucking start Blade Two, Doggy Dog? Hell yeah, Doggy Dog! You want to party? And I watched the whole thing. And nice. now, guess what tonight is? Blade Three. Blade Three trilogy. <laughs> That's what's happening. Yeah, 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 man. I'll tell you what though. Uh, I made I made a bold proclamation the other day on the morning show. I said, you know what? I don't really like Guillermo del Toro movies that Whoa. much. I like Guillermo del Toro. I like what he does. Sure. I've just never seen a Guillermo del Toro movie that really specifically vibes with me where I'm like, wow, that blew me away. Payne's Labyrinth was good. Shape of Water was good. Good movies, but just never like, he's not the standout director that I think that I think I should think he is. Then I remember that he did Blade 2 and I was like, motherfuck, man, this movie's good. He's got it. He's still got good. it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Uh, episode- should I start tonight? Yeah, is that that good? I think so. But I mean, like, what I was going to jump to is episode six. And granted, you don't have the. You should watch it and get it in context and yada yada. If you never want to watch the you show, start with episode six. Well, just because of you'll enjoy the technical aspect of it because the director put out a tweet storm about it explaining it, and it's been lauded as like one of the best, you know, tweet hours of ever. television. Got no, to, uh, the, not the tweet storm. <laughs> the the episode is because it's like a technical marvel of okay. like they do it. It's not. It's filmed to be, to seem like one continuous shot, but it's really like I think it's five or six very long continuous shots sure. put together. Sure. And so he the you watch it to see how they do it, and you're like, holy shit, they're doing this. And then go back and read how they did it and where they had to like build the sets to hide people so they could run out and they could run away oh, and like cool. people move in and out. Yeah. And Overall, I thought Hunting the Hill House was a lot of fun. I that was a, I loved when they did that um, that shot. I think it was like episode two or three in season Daredevil. one, of True Detective. Oh. No, they did it the first time I remember seeing someone. I mean, they've obviously. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, right. And they like. Fuck, man. They, they followed him, jumps over the fence, goes into the house, beats the shit out of the guys, grabs the one guy, throws him over the fence, throws him into the car, and they're gone. Yeah. And it's like done done in one continuous shot, even though I think there was like a couple edits here. There's and there. little little things there. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, obviously, the director of the uh, of season one of True Detective wasn't the first person to come up with a long shot. But, yeah. yeah. Um, a long take, rather, but yeah, that was really well done. And then, yeah, then Daredevil did the hallway shot, yeah, where he just it was that awesome choreography and just went on. It went I started on so season long. Three, hey, did you? Yeah, just watch episode. People are one. saying it's good. I watched episode one, and it's definitely a back to basics. All right, this is what I enjoyed about it. 
Is Foggy in it? Yeah. All right. He's got a shorter haircut, though. Well, that makes me happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Kingpin's back. Who cares? Uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil's one of those shows like The Flash that I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna. I have it. I keep it on there yeah. just for when I need it. Sure. Um, I've given up on. You know, obviously, uh, I think uh, Iron Fist got canceled. Yes. Defenders. Luke Cage got canceled too. Luke Cage got canceled. Those were those. I didn't like either of those. Which I think is a weird announce that you're canceling a Netflix show. Unless you said no, we're doing a, a season three, then I don't think it's a cancelization. I, it I, I think they've set the, the expectation now that they're that they're going to keep going until they say otherwise. Okay. So yeah, canceling. I, I know it hit Tim hard when they canceled American Vandal season two, which is in, or they canceled the next, the next season of American Vandal. But even but that one, I was just like, all right, cool. And like, I loved American Vandal season one. Obviously, we all did not need that. a second one. I thought well, it was perfect. I, I started season two, and it was the same thing. I'm like. Okay, I'm not like is into this anymore. Like I'm not like gonna fucking. Go to to my me, life. it's one of those. I'm like, I totally understand this, but if you don't have uh, what's his name, Jimmy Tatro, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Those are the, the three kids. I just were like, they were the to me. They weren't the like they were kind of the the backdrop for the whole for all the other players to kind yeah, of yeah, to yeah. really paint on. Um, so yeah, I didn't necessarily need to. I don't need to go down that road in again. the hotel room the other night. Yeah, because I was all tuckered out. Slow jerk. Oh, of course. Yeah, naturally. But on Break more importantly, around. I got in there and what I was they put like, you up? Someplace fun? Uh, yeah. Uh, Farmer's Daughter. It's a boutique hotel. Oh, cool. Awesome. It was really, really nice. That's awesome. When I, you know, sometimes you get a boutique hotel. Like, what are you trying to fucking pull Sometimes there? you get the boutique hotel and you're like, you just painted over the wallpaper from the fucking Holiday Inn that this, this one place was used super rad. Cool. The, the, you walked in, they had like this uh, giant uh, floor to ceiling, ceiling mirror along in front of like the bathroom. Not in front of the bed. Uh, in front of the bathroom thing and it had hooks on it so you could like hang your stuff oh, that's cool. on the mirror I was like oh, that's pretty cool I like that anyway so uh, turned on the TV uh, I was like I want to watch something I don't know what it is I was flipping around stopped on Arrow which oh. I haven't watched in however seasons. many seasons yeah. yeah I don't know where at and let me tell you whereas uh, we talked about in the pre-show no spoilers jumped into Walking Dead and I, I guess I've only been gone from the Walking Dead maybe a season and a half, maybe just a season. I don't maybe. even remember. But it, and I was able to drop in and be like, oh, I understand what's happening here. Drop back into air and I'm like, who the fuck are any of you people? And like Felicity walked in to yell at Laurel and like totally was like, spoilers, I guess, for Arrow because I don't even understand it. But like, you're not the Laurel and not even, I, it wasn't even, this, I don't think she's Laurel from this dimension. She's like, just not Laurel, period. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. You and I was it. like, I got to bounce out of this shit because I don't understand what the hell well, you're doing. I'm sure with. the same would happen for Flash too, by the way. Yeah, but, well, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to give it to me. Uh, he's not even there anymore. He's a little down. He's he down. I have no fuck idea where he's. He's probably been gone for fucking years. Laurel, Laurel, you telling me? Yeah, you telling me? You tell me? That this you guy tell me the arrow shoots arrow shows up over here and he kills people. Now, oh, oh, Queen, that's a funny story. You telling me that's your sister? You look nothing alike. Well, that come on now. That doesn't matter. That's weird. <laughs> They're all super. I love that. This like slowly. And it didn't occur to me till way too late. You know, everything occurs to me way too late. I'm always the last person to know. But I didn't realize that they were just like going to slowly give every single character on every single sub CW show superhero powers. Sure. And I'm like, okay, I get that. Yeah. Like now there's like 15 speedsters on Flash. Yeah, of course. Everyone's a speedster. Everyone yeah. who fights a speedster. Yeah. It's just a thing. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I would have grounded that a bit more too. You think? Yeah. <laughs> You think same thing with Arrow, where I'm like, I tuned in for Arrow, and it's like, oh, I remember you guys. Like, you're the his not sidekick, but you're also. But it's and, weird that they call her. Speedy well, not even the, the, Roy Harper was in this one. I was like, oh, I remember you left the show, and now you're back. I have no idea where fucking Speedy is. His sister, I don't even know what the hell's going on with her. No, no, She's probably no. dead too. Everybody's I, dead. I think what's her name? Willa. Um, Willa Ford is that her name? No, the Willa Ford's saying I want to be bad. Thank you. But Willa is yeah. That was the Willa Wonka. <laughs> oh, Willa Wonka, my favorite. Oh, Willa Wonka. Yeah, I follow her on Instagram still. Yeah, she has an interesting life that she leads. Don't they all? 
don't they all? Yeah. Do you think people think that we're that cool that follow us? No. Because when they I see her cool. Instagram, she like does modeling and stuff and sure. looks amazing and all of her pictures are sure. amazing. And then I put up pictures of me like photoshopped into stuff. Maybe I haven't done that. What the fuck am I thinking? Oh, oh it was the Ghostbuster it, thing. That's what I was thinking. Like us photoshopped in Ghostbusters frames and people just must think we're outrageous. Well, they think we're idiots for sure. Well, yeah. every once in a while, I'll, like my uh, my people that do comedy with me occasionally, like fellow yeah. comedians in San Francisco who don't know what we do yeah. are just gobsmacked when I put something out. They're like, what the fuck are you? What do you do all day? Sure. Who yeah, yeah, are yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, they, that they was just a- don't get it. Like one of my friends was like, well, who are the best friends? And I was like, oh, that's what we call our community. And he's like, what's a community? What the fuck are you talking? Like, what do you yeah. do all day? And I was yeah, like, I talk. Yeah. Talk about things. Sort of. Uh, no, it was the same way for me, kind of. Not really. But at this Walking Dead thing where I was like, oh, cool. And then, like, we all started, like, tweeting, you know, at me and uh, Jay Ghosty and Shad and all this stuff. And I was, like, looking at their numbers. And I'm like, oh, wow. They, they're going to see that I have I have more followers than them on Twitter. That's going to be pretty impressive. Yeah, they're going to be cool. And then I popped people. over to Instagram where they most of them were way more active and kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, they're, they're like thinking I'm cute. They're thinking it's cute that I'm hosting yeah, this thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah every, fuck. The one thing is uh, that's, well, for one, I think that you're probably a better host than them. I mean, they're, like, numbers don't count. Oh, I think it's a different skill set. No, no, totally I know that. Skill yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. But two, man, it is just a constant reminder. Everything's relative. Yeah, of course. Everything is fucking relative. And that's the way you go. Oh, we're already to the point where you draw the Superman logo. Can I not doodle while listening? No, you can't I love listening you. and doodling. Do we have Do we have topics today? Or we if just... you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, oh. this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes two, best friends gather on this table, bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Like so many of you did and do each and every day. Right now, many of people are watching us record the show live for $1. Every Game Over Greggy show is posted as we record it live. So that if we slip up and nips slip, you see them. There they are. Here comes some nips. He's getting them ready. Tim's got little tiny nipples. Did you know that? Does he? Yeah, he's got a little BB. Who's got huge nipples. nipples? I in have our crew. moderately large nipples. Yeah. Mine look like yours. They're just normal. I, but I have the, Andrew uh, Reiner from Game Informer accused me of having small nipples as well. And I'm like, I guess they're we not impressive. Normal size nipples. Yeah, it's just normal ran- yeah. random ass nipples. Uh, you can also get the show ad free on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can catch the pre and post show either live or as the video version we post every Friday along with the MP3 early access. Doesn't have a thing. Whatever. No ads. Uh, if you don't want to give us any money, you don't have to give us any money. You can get the show free on youtube.com slash kind of funny and audio services everywhere the following friday one week after it's up on patreon i need to come up with a better slogan for that because it's just getting unwieldy there's just too much happening i like it i like when you change it up a little bit because i feel like it just breaks the monotony of the of the messaging sure you know they can't tune it out as here's what you do i'm gonna throw this spitball right now tell people they can't get it on patreon tell people patreon's down Patreon is stupid. You got to go over to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and subscribe to our channel at the $15 above level. Oh, like tier 15 or whatever. Which we have apparently, but we just don't use. Uh, Thanks to Patreon producer DJ Kento for supporting this show. You're amazing as always. We saw you in the chat earlier. We love you and appreciate you. And then our sponsors, Burrow and Gabby. But I'll tell you about that later. Uh, Point of clarification before you walked in, DJ Kento did in fact say that I look like I work at a snack bar at a summer camp. So DJ Kento, as much as I love your support... Uh, that cut to the core of me. Well, again, you can go to the pre-show on patreon.com slash kind of funny, the video version, and you can see the debate that then starts. And then we get to go see, uh, what Joey Noel's summer camp look like. And that is not a summer camp. That is a fucking a luxury fucking resort. accommodation. That's like, what? that's like, uh, what do they call it? Like shutters on the, you know, yeah, shutters. totally. Shutter, yeah. It's like for, <laughs> it's like super shutters during E3. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. No, see now I'll give you that. You look like a camp counselor. 
in the jean jacket and the red shirt because you look like I'm going for Paul is, Rudd. Paul from Rudd wet looks hot like that. Summer. No, yeah. wet hot American. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like snack bar, that's not a normal the thing. Fuck, what the fuck? I feel what like does a snack, snack bar guy look like? I feel like snack bar is borrowing the part from Caddyshack where they have a little caddy thing where like you, you Nunzio wants coke. Yeah, well, I ain't get paying. 20, I ain't paying fifty yeah. cents for no coke. Well, then you ain't getting no coke. Mm-hmm. Like that's the snack bar version I can see this man working at. But again, I don't see anyone working at a snack bar in a summer camp because real summer camps don't have that. No. They got the mess hall. You get fed three squares and that's it. That's it. It's if, A real summer camp should be closer in form to a prison. Outdoor prison. That's what I was thinking That it too. should be 100%, 100%. to a resort. Like, like my summer camp they was closer to lot. the fucking prison in holes than it was... To whatever Cancun estate Joey's going to, I'm telling you, I've known for a, a while. Stream. I've known for a while that Joey <laughs> was pampered too much. And this is, chef this is, over here. This is more examples of it. Joey, you're on the shock, Mike. What's happened? I just came in to see if Nick actually was dressed like some sort of summer camp employee, and I walk in. You guys are just talking more shit. Yeah, you're not in the room. You're allowed to do that. Remember? What's that what's your true. hot take on my dress today? Am I dressed like a summer camp employee? I feel like you're just missing aviators. Yes. Then it would be Paul Rudd from What Hot American Summer. I mean, I'd be but fine I with that. He's a like good-looking man. Counselor than Thank you. I'll take. I'll take. I'm yes, because cool in a real summer camp, there is not a snack bar employee. They are all counselors. Well, there's a snack bar employee. There's a coffee shop employee. That is not what a summer camp is. Also, what kind of bougie? Like this is how bougie this summer camp is. They had a snack bar and a separate coffee shop that probably also sold. Snacks. Snacks. Do you see what I'm saying? Probably fresh baked things, right? No. Some biscottis. They got fucking Mary Berry in the back, like (laughs) rolling out with her weird hand. Uh, Who's Mary Berry? What the uh, fuck is that reference? Bake Off. Oh my god, people. Yeah. No, they were strictly coffee only, and all the other accoutrements were at the snack shack. Including milkshakes. I feel bad that I made fun of Mary Berry's hands. Mary, if you're watching, I apologize about that. She's not watching. She does not care. You're old and it's probably arthritis. It's not cool to make fun of. I don't know. I just want to do adult summer camp. Kind Fuck, of funny. I just want you and I to go away and not have to work. I'm done with that. Let's I'm do it. That. Let's, let's do go it. sit. Let's go sit someplace that's air conditioned. Fuck outdoors. <laughs> also true. Fuck the that's sun. Fuck point. outdoors. Fuck point. travel. Uh, Nick, mm. we did extra life. We did Saturday. Yeah. You went home not early. You you party you on hung the early out. side. But then you took off and you didn't come back because you had to get ready for something. What did yeah. you go do? I did my first uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament. What does that mean? That means uh, up until this point, I've done in-house tournaments, Okay. which means that they are organized by my head coaches and you just go to one of the gyms and it's a bunch of guys that you know um, or you've probably rolled, rolled with or at least more. seen. And they do a bracket like a, a round robin tournament uh, where basically you get like two or three matches depending on. They break it down by rough weight classes, not age, but just like, hey, whoever shows up, they'll weigh everyone, get get together and figure out the weight classes. And then you just get to kind of roll against people in a full out um, 100% intense like setting. So okay. it's probably the closest you can get to mirroring um, what it would be like to try and use jujitsu with someone who is going 100% against you without striking at all. Okay. So there's no punches thrown or anything like that in a tournament. Usually it's just, just straight jiu-jitsu rules. Um, and it's scored by... In the Ron Robin tournament. In, in any tournament. It's okay. it's not. There's no... If it's a jiu-jitsu, if it's an I, IBJJF uh, uh 
which I believe stands for International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation, uh, run tournaments, a sanctioned tournament by the governing body of, uh-huh. of BJJ, there's no striking allowed. It's all just Jiu-Jitsu. It's all grappling. It's all holds. It's all uh, you know chokes okay. and uh, joint manipulations. And so I've done up until this point, I've done. Um, uh, in-house tournaments, I did a white belt tournament where I, that I won, and then I did a sambo tournament, which is uh, another discipline that's taught at my school, um, and I got just housed at that. That's one. the one where you can use the kendo sticks, right? Uh, no, the, oh. you, there's no use of kendo sticks okay. in any of the stuff. Um, but yeah, my instructor has been pushing me, and he pushes everyone to go out and actually experience a real competition. And by that, you know, um, this was I I chose the U.S. Open because it just ended up being that's a cool name. Uh, well. <laughs> I chose it because it ended up being what I thought was a good time period, and I sort of mentally prepared for it. Um, and one of the tools that I used was I was like, I want to do a competition. And my coach was pushing me toward that because he was like, look, I want, you know, we have belt promotions coming up, but you need to go, like, show me that you kind of know what you're doing. And the best way to do that, and pretty much the only way in his eyes to do that, is actually go do a real competition. Mm-hmm. And this is not, it's not... Um, some some houses uh, or some houses I shouldn't say we're not a fucking clan in the in the foot clan. Uh, some gyms <laughs> will do a belt promotion ceremony. Some gyms will do tests. So you'll go and you'll have to roll with people. You have to execute technique things like that. The way my gym does it generally is if you want another belt, you have to go compete and you have gotcha. to win. And so he's told you know he tells people look if you go and you podium if you get second or first place basically um, that'll that counts a long way toward getting your belt. Um, but basically it's like, I want, I just want you to go experience what it's like to actually compete in a real competition setting, not an in-house tournament. You go and there's hundreds of people who could destroy you at any given time walking around you and you, and you sign up and you get uh, broken down into a weight class, an age group. Um, and then you go and you, and you spar mm-hmm. and you spar full out. And so I've been putting it off for a long time. Cause as you can imagine, it's slightly anxiety inducing. Sure. So this was the third time I had sort of punted it. Deferred, yeah. And uh, it just so happened that this ended up being good. And there's another one in December that I thought about doing it to, but I had mentally sort of been like, I'd mentally gone through all of the exercises of, of going like, look, you're just, you're clearly just making every excuse you possibly can. Yeah. And uh, extra life was going to be my big excuse to not sure. do this one. And it's a great excuse, but we had talked before about kind of sticking to a little bit more of a schedule. And when I asked you if I was like, Oh, can I just go at the beginning of the day? You're like, sure. No problem. You can do like 10 hours or 12 hours, like going from, you know, 10 to however long you go. I was like, well, I could make the excuse of, well, I've got to, you know, stream for another eight hours, but, or I could say, what would this be like if I come off that stream and just go and just go do it and get it done? Cause I just wanted to get it done. Sure, I wanted to get it out of the way, rip the bandaid off, get that experience. Um, and see how intense it was going to be, because ultimately this is one of the things that I'd like to do on a semi-regular basis. How often do these tournaments come around? Oh, there's like one every month or two. Okay. So you could, there was one like the weekend prior that I could have been to that my friend actually on a whim competed at and was like, there was only one dude in my in my division and I won and it was great. And I was like, oh, that's super uh, popular. And then I told one of my other friends that I was going to the US Open. He's like, you're picking the US Open as your first ever Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, as your BJJ competition. I was like, why is that bad? He's like, it's a pretty premier uh, thing. And I looked at one of the brackets. First off, not round robin. It's bracketed. And I don't know if you know what that means, but in normal sports, a bracket means uh, single elimination. So if you have, in order to get like, basically I would have had to beat three people, I think, in my or two people in my division to get first, which wasn't that bad because there was only, there was four people yeah. total in my division, uh, in my in my particular weight class and age group. Um, so if I could have won two fights, I would have gotten first, which would have been great. 
Um, but my friend who is in his 20s, because I'm 38, my friend was in his 20s, had 21 people in his bracket. Jesus Christ. And he was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to the end of this one. I was like, well, it's good. But again, the point, as as everyone will tell you, is like, yeah, you go and you want you go, you want to see where you're at. You want, uh, you want to try to see a, a quasi semi-realistic like, reality for where you're at in this discipline that you're studying and how well you can execute these things. Yeah. And so um, it was super intimidating. Where was it? It was down at Cow Palace. It was at the Cow Palace? Yeah, huge. Was it like, like, so you were the center area of the Cow Palace? Just one ring? Uh, No, it's six rings. So the way they break it out is it's sort of similar to like if you're looking at these, there's mats like this. Yeah. Another room, like a six pack of mats basically. Okay. And you just, you're here. But the way it works is you get there, you, uh, you register so you go in and say, I'm here, and they give you the, you the ID. And then you have a time period, roughly, of when you're supposed to go weigh in. And the one, the hard thing about the, the U.S. Open is you have to weigh in right before your first fight. So you don't have a chance to, like, like other tournaments will allow you to weigh in, like, the day before. So you can cut weight a little bit mm-hmm. and then rehydrate, which I, I'm a white belt, so that's not something that I'm interested in doing necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Which ended up, I think, being one of my um, ultimate downfalls of this one <laughs> was that I was Came trying too to... too watery. Well, no, I was trying to figure out... Um, which weight class to put myself in. Mm. And currently, when I signed up for the tournament, well, however you're now, because Extra Life puts on a couple LBs, but um, when I signed up for the tournament, I was 182 pounds. And the threshold for the cutoff of the weight class below where I ended up signing up for was 181.5. Okay. Now, that's easy. That would have actually not been terrible for me to lose. Yeah. I could easily lose a couple pounds just by you know, either dehydrating Ooh. myself a little bit or, or fasting a little bit. The problem is you have to weigh in with your ghee, and the ghee is about four pounds. Yeah. And so I was like, do I want to lose six pounds in a week with Extra Life coming up, with this IGN stream coming up, with all of these and fun things coming Taco up? Bell. You knew there'd be Taco Bell. I'm like, Bell. there's going to be Taco Bell at not one but two streams probably because yeah. I figured yeah. at some point someone would get Taco Bell for Extra Life. And yeah, I was happened. wrong, but we got pizza. I don't think we have it. Oh, I wasn't here when we got that. Did Taco Bell roll through? I thought we ate Taco Bell. We got it for, I ate we got it for No, no, I definitely ate Taco Bell here. Did you? Yeah, cheesy sure, sure crunch. I remember. Um, so I made a call to, uh, I said, oh, wait, fuck it, it. early. It was before you got here. That's when it was. So I made a call, uh, to put myself in the higher weight class, okay. which was 181 to 195. And when I weighed in with my Gion, I weighed 184 pounds and all I would have had to lose was three, two and a half pounds mm. to have been at the top of the weight class below me. Mm. And the guy, the first guy that I fought. Now, granted, everything was amplified by the fact that I was super intimidated by this whole event. Sure. This is my first competition, and everyone's got are, the, is, are the stands, like, packed? No. Okay. No, the stands are relatively empty. Um, it's mostly just competitors and, like, fan, your family would sure, come yeah, to yeah. watch. Did your wife come? Uh, no, she didn't. She didn't. I, I didn't want her. I was like, you stay home. Because I didn't know how long it was going to take. And, sure, sure, and sure, sure, actually, sure, sure. It, and my expectation was correct because it ended up taking me like four more hours than I thought it was going to take. And I didn't want oh, her wow. to. She, I, didn't, I was like, you just stay home. I'll just I'll, I'll deal with this. Um, and I had a bunch of people from my gym were there because they were competing as well. So sure. we, all, we had like gym buddies. You had people to talk to. Yeah. Like I basically talked like five people into competing around the same like and who were in my weight class, but different times. So we were all going at the same time. Um, and my friend Emily was one of them. Um, not my weight class, but she competed on the same time. She Emily Rajanowski. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. We're very good friends. Blurred lines. We met on that test. <laughs> I'm actually uh, Robin Thicke. Um, so the first guy that I saw, like you, what happens is you go into this little holding area and they check your gi to make sure it's regulation so you're not like it's not too short or whatever because I can give you it's not made advantage. out of chain mail. Yeah, well, it, yeah, or like they have really weird specifications like my friend Abiel, um, basic, like he went in with his gi and they were like, you can't wear that because it has contrast stitching. And he was like, what? 
And they were like, yeah, you're, it's got red stitching. You can't do that. And he was like, okay, that's weird. So we had to borrow someone else's gi, which was strange. And it was super small on him. But they were like, yeah, that works. Uh, then you go and you have to weigh in. And I'm standing behind the four guys that are in my division. Or in my bracket, rather. They're hosses. They're big. Yeah. And looking back on the picture, I have a picture of myself on the podium. They're not that much bigger than me. But in my brain, I'm like, these guys, these are, this is Cal Drogo. These guys are yeah, fucking yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. These guys are going to destroy me. And the guy went up against uh, was just a, I mean, I looked at him. And I was like, I look like all the leftovers from when God, <laughs> from when God <laughs> made you. And that's how I felt. And my instructor was like, no, you're just being intimidated by the fact that this is a whole setting. He's like, you got this. Go in there with confidence. Let's go. Like, look, come on. This is going to be great. And I went in there and this guy blasted a double eight takedown on me. And it was like, I've never done jujitsu before in my life. So it was like, ding. And he's just like, poof, down. It's, I have, uh, I have video of it that I might put up on my Instagram. Oh, wow. It's violent. Yeah. I look like I, I mean, I look like. Let me see. Just show me right now. You want to show this? Yeah. No, not, you don't show them. I'd like to see it. Sure. If you're, if you're fine with that. I don't care. It's a good step towards you putting on Instagram. I mean, I'll put it on Instagram. I don't mind. It's, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed by it. But is it literally like bell ring? Here. So you see him throwing me around like I don't weigh anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's the throws. Yeah. yeah the throws are starting right now. And there's the light takedown. Yeah. Oh, he's starting. Oh, now he's got you up. Now he's got you down. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't go well. Yeah, it's not. It's not terrible. It's it's like I, this is not what I thought I was getting. I thought it was going to be like he just walks up. Oh, and just no, no, no. I, I, I did well. I ended up. Um, so I ended up losing my first round. Uh-huh. Uh, and this guy that beat me ended up beating everyone or beat, beating the next guy out of, out of the next bracket. Gotcha. Um, so in that regard, like. He just he just overpowered me, and he has way better takedown skills and way better sure. wrestling skills than me. Um, but I ended up it ended up only being um, zero to six the score. Oh, so okay. he didn't he didn't submit me. Okay, um, I was able to defend, and I was actually able to get a takedown on him. Um, but I I wasn't able to maintain position. So he's a tall guy. That's he's a, a tall guy. He's a big dude. Yeah, and uh, I would not be surprised if he weighed in at at one ninety five because he at one point afterward I congratulated him. I did the, the standard Nick Scarpino thing where I like did it and the grabbed his arm and I was like Jesus fucking Christ what are these fucking boulders I want to check I want to check on him uh, but he's a very nice guy and, and and I was able to talk to the rest of the guys in, in the division after we went up to the podium and it was it was cool but it was the most nerve wracking experience ever almost probably worse than the first time I performed like at Cobbs because oh, I was pretty nervous there but this was nervous with also the threat of physical violence sure which was it was it was I was like in a different world I was commu- I was like having I was like losing time. Uh, I, I was like, I know I just had a conversation with someone, but I could Ooh. not tell you what it was wow, or what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Plus the environment you're in, everyone's dressed the same because they're all in geese. Yeah. And you're, you're hearing the same thing over and over again, which is like the sound of everyone. And so you just like space out for a little bit. It yeah. was, it was fucking crazy. It was fucking crazy. And, uh, I is it that thing where you like kind of like when you do comedy, like how you, now you want to go do it again. Now, now you've got that thing out. Like it's not kind of, yeah. I feel there was a little bit of a depression of, wow, you know, I, I really, well, there was, I was like, I really expected to do better. I really mm-hmm. did. And I really felt like my performances, like in, in sparring against other white belts ha- to this date have been a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but that is, I think the point of doing a competition sure. is to really see kind of where you're at. And so now I got a lot more work to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to do another one. Yeah. And I kind of want to get down to a weight that I feel like psychologically will, because I mean, there's, I I would t- I would tell you this like obviously anyone who's a who's a upper belt will tell you like a ten pound differential while is it it is an advantage but if you have better technique you're gonna you can beat the guy sure and I think I could have beat that guy but I just got very intimidated by him of first like, you get in your head right 
and I and I a perfect example was when he went to he did what wrestlers do, which is they shoot in for a takedown and kind of Goldberg spear you. Oh, yeah. And you're there's a way to do it correctly in jiu-jitsu where you don't dip your head underneath someone's arm because you can easily do exactly chokes. get him. And I started the choke. And for some dumb reason was Stop. like, I don't think I'm going to get this. And I let it go. What I should have done was just gone fucking sure. ham yeah, and yeah, trying yeah. to lock that fucking thing on that guy's neck because he had a big, thick neck and I could have choked the shit out of it. Sure. But uh, I just remember hearing my instructor's words in the class that I took before. He was like, don't I don't want you guys going for guillotines because you're going to you're allowing. The problem with that is when you go in for a guillotine, you're basically you're locked. You're, you can't stuff a takedown because you need your mm. arms for that. So he was like, you're allowing the takedown. You're basically saying like, go ahead and take me down, but sure. you, get, you get your leg over and you're just committing to choking sure. him. And I just got, I got flustered and just did all the wrong mm-hmm. things. And then mm-hmm. I, this guy just crammed me into the fucking mat for like five minutes straight. But I was able to get to my feet. I took him down once, couldn't maintain position, so I didn't get any points. And then I also rolled in one time off at a turtle, which people in do jiu-jitsu will know that. And so that was, I was happy with that because that's a, that's something that I, I'm like, I only do in the gym when I know that someone, it's my size because they can, they can smash down on you. Um. So it was interesting. It was very interesting um, and very much a glad I did it, a little demoralized by it. It was tough to lose in front of my coach. That was a hard thing, too. Sure. Because I feel like when you're doing the in-house tournaments, he's everyone's coach. And right. so win or lose, it's you like, let, uh, it, it, you're, you're not letting him down. You're yeah, letting, you're not letting him down because you showed up. You're not letting your house down. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, like you, you show up and you're, you're supporting. Like the in-house tournaments are great because you pay a little bit of money. Um, you're supporting the gym and then you get a little experience of kind of kind of experience what that dynamic is where yeah. someone's going to because when you spar there's kind of an when you spar after class there's sort of an unwritten understanding of like you're going to go like 80 percent maybe 90 percent we're not going to go fucking ham on, on each other five times every day because you you might hurt someone so you hold a little bit back but with the competition it's like fucking go go no. as hard as you yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. can and so that was the, one of the other key takeaways for me too is i was like i need to train at that level a little bit before going into these competitions i need to not like i need to like kid myself into thinking that i'm rolling hard when i know i could go to the competition class and train with a, a select amount of people that are specifically training to compete yeah and i've been avoiding that pain and so i think that like i just need to amp it up a little bit in the in the gym well, that's cool that you come away more motivated for it definitely i mean i i i thought well, the feeling I was going to have after the tournament was one of satisfaction and uh, uh, like all the anxiety would be gone. Right. I would just feel this 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 calm come over me. And that was not what happened. I was pissed. Yeah. And I was like, I'm glad I went and I'm definitely glad I did it. Get it out of your system. But to get, it out my system, but get I, the first one done. But I'm like, I want a fucking rematch. Like I, I, I woke up at four in the morning thinking about the fight. Yeah. And I just I had to watch, I had to go outside and watch TV, and I was like I didn't expect this. I thought it was going to be oh that's a relief, never have to worry about that again. And now I've just thought about it every day since. Sure, kind of like, like skydiving. Is that right? Skydiving I never want to do again. Sure, but you were happy that you did it. right? Happy that I did yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad I. Done. It, that's done. It, that day that night I slept like a baby. This one was like creeping around in my subconscious of yeah. like, and it wasn't like I don't feel like I got brutalized. It wasn't like a traumatic experience. It was a. Fuck. You know what? what you know what it reminded me of? What's that? Fortnite. Here's weird. Sure. It's like being an inexperienced player in Fortnite. You wait in the lobby for a really long time. The game maybe kicks you out. Whatever. Finally, you get into a match. It takes you fucking forever to find a gun. You get to a point where you're about to. Get, you're dead. Yeah. You gotta start the whole fucking thing again. Sure. And that's what this day felt like to me. I was, I was like, oh, it was over in five fucking minutes, and I didn't even really like. 
Like I barely remember what the fucking mat felt like on my bare feet because I was wearing shoes the entire day. I'm like, oh, and then I'm just blasted, and then the guy got another match and he gets the win. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't yeah, get the yeah. fucking win. That sucks. Yeah, it's bullshit. I hear you, but it's all me. Got to train yeah, hard. I think that's what it, sh- it shakes out to when you want to compare it to Fortnite, right? And at least on paper, is the idea put more time of. In. Yeah, and it's the idea that yeah, you you know what you did wrong, right? Like yeah. the amount of when we play Fortnite or we play any game like that, and it is multiplayer, and it's a game not of, of skill, right? Where it is like, if I had just aimed down sights earlier, if I had just yeah. done this before that, like, the, and that's exactly that what you're yeah. describing, right? Of like, if I would have just, if I would have just committed to the choke. You yep. know, and it's it's easy to do that. That's why they call it, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking, yeah. right? Or armchair quarterbacking, because you know how this plays out. You know what the decisions you made led to. Whereas, yeah, maybe you you go for the guillotine and you win, but maybe it doesn't. He you accept that takedown, right. and he's able to flip it into something else yeah, crazy. He and fucking, yeah. he breaks uh, your back like Bane. You know what no, I mean? Like, well, hopefully no. You don't know. That was always, yeah, that was always that was uh, that was the other thing. Joe's like, oh, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, of course. My shoulder has been killing me because I sprained it like three weeks ago or four weeks ago, and yeah. it's just been killing me. And that was yeah. another reason why I was like, why the fuck are you doing this today? Why don't you let your shoulder heal right. and come back full? But I was like, there's always an excuse. That's the thing, and that's why because Tim was like, I don't question your motives, but doing a jujitsu competition for the first time right after extra life might not be the best of ideas. And I'm like, there's always a fucking extra life, and yeah. I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. We're always doing something. Yeah. You know, every time I looked, I'm like, the next one's on like December 2nd and we got the showcase right around the corner and I'm like, there's always, there's going to be something we're going to have to do that day. There's always a reason to punt it. There's always a reason not to. It's for me, it's the same thing with uh, riding the bike to Mm -hmm. work where it's just like, oh, well, I got to bring this or I got to do this or there's always something I should be taking to work or bringing home from work. And that'll be my, if I'm, if I don't want to ride, which is the real answer sometimes, right? I'm exhausted because it's been going forever. That's the real thing. You just have an honest conversation with yourself of like, why are you really not doing this? Why are you really not wanting to do this? And for me, I, I have a part of my brain that, that lets that voice in way too often. Yeah. And so part of it was, I mean, I literally, we were talking about this when I was in Canada. I literally signed up for the competition when we landed in Canada. That's how long it took me to figure out that I wanted, that was like, I'm just gonna pull the trigger. And finally I, I, I was going over all 50 ideas of why this is a bad or all 50 reasons why this is a terrible idea timing i'm in bad shape my shoulder hurts yep. haven't trained enough yep. uh and then f- i was like just fucking do it yeah you got what it. is the worst that can happen you're gonna lose as a white belt who cares i'm not a fucking professional fighter yeah and i'll learn something from it and maybe just maybe it'll motivate me toward uh training that much harder maybe i will do one more day or two more days or three more days in the gym a yeah. week you know maybe i will uh get some privates and work on and some that's the thing is like it's just pushing you till what is abnormal becomes normal right until what is your routine or it feels foreign it isn't foreign anymore that's 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 the interesting part right because I, I talked to some people and i'm like i don't know that you ever don't get the anxiety when you go to compete because even my instructor who's a black belt is like oh no you still get nervous like yeah because with as you move up the levels, the intensity moves up too. It's not like you're a black belt that gets to go fuck up some white belts. You're sure. going against other black belts yeah. that want to win too, and they're insane. Like the I watched, enemy level scales with you. Oh my god, that's exactly <laughs> right, right? And like I watched a bunch of black belt. I was uh, there was a bunch of black belt matches that were happening because they did the black belts and blue uh, sure. white belts the same day. And they're doing and the fucking like, backflips and throwing sides and shit. No, it's not that. It's just they are the number one thing that I saw that was uh, that was. I think not eye opening. I kind of know it, but that was very impressive. Was that the upper belts just have like you see these guys with gas tanks? It is go 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 oh, go go, yeah, and they yeah, got to yeah, go. Yeah. And uh, to put in context, I'm not sure how long they have to do, um, but black belts, black and brown belts, I think have longer matches. So my match was five minutes. Yeah. I think theirs is like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and that's and after let's put it this way, after a minute of being pummeled by this guy, I was like, I'm fucking tired. Yeah, yeah, totally. And totally, if I got to totally. do this for fucking three more matches, like. My friend Emily put it best. She was um, 
she did she won her first two and then by the third one i was like what was the big deciding factor like why do you think you lost she goes i was just fucking tired yeah it's like my legs were jelly and i just couldn't i couldn't think anymore and that's that's training that's just getting in there and do and and putting yourself in that situation but so i do think you can normalize some of that sure i think you can get to a point where like this is normal oh of course i'm doing it there's a competition next month the the question doesn't isn't am i doing it is oh uh, of course I'm doing it until otherwise, you know? Yeah. Until you tell yourself otherwise that you're not until you have to go out of town or something like that. Well, it's just all like you're talking about, like, you know what I mean? Like the, you, you don't remember what the mat feels like on your feet, right? Like that's the thing of like getting your at bats, taking your experience yeah. points, getting a, I, I noticed something, uh, in the hotel room after rehearsal for the walking dead thing this week of getting back to it and being like, Oh, Hey, this is normal. Like, you know what I mean? And I know that mm-hmm. sounds weird cause we're on camera all the time, but it's such a different thing to, host something I've been hired for yeah. than what I do here or when we pop over to when we just pop over to Beyond Podcast Beyond or something. You know what I mean? Well that was the surprising thing about the IGN stream, right? Was that we're sitting there and they're being all professional and we're like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course we turned it into complete shenanigans. Like yeah, well, people were giving us hand signals and I was like, Aransky, what the fuck are what are you saying to me right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say it. But it doesn't a, matter. And that's the thing, right, of having that ownership and us being able to say that and yeah. know that. Because like I remember when we I first started hosting things outside of the wheelhouse, right? And I can't tell you the project anymore, but when it would be like Man, I'm in a hotel room getting ready that they somebody else made us this thing happen and yeah. I gotta show up tomorrow and I gotta know people's names, blah blah blah. And like, you know, showing up on the set for walking that was the complete opposite of that, of course. Like and then granted I know this the people who are the production team, I've worked with them a bunch. It's kinda like when similar for IGN of like when we would do the first E threes and like uh, you know, Mike would come over to Mike me and it'd be like, oh man, this is so weird. And yeah. like, you know, year four of that at Comic Con, whatever, who cares? See, I think I'm still in that in that area sure oh yeah totally where i still like i remember the first few things that we did um that that i was that you would do a schedule for and then i would see my name as the host and i would get super nervous like we did the GameStop expo the first year and i had to host a star trek thing and i was just like i'm gonna fuck this up so bad yeah um and so i'm still too i'm still there a little bit where i'm hypercritical of like me being on camera at in a hosting or you know personality perspective um but again that's another perfect example of that is like just doing the morning show every day beats that out of you oh yeah totally and in the best possible way where it's where it's i think the the key to success here and that's the thing with the competitions that a lot of people will tell you is that repetition is king if -hmm. you can do it as many times as possible that's going to normalize it to you. And that's the same with on-camera hosting where it's like pot because the more you do something, the less each individual like section or each individual instance of it matters. Yeah. You know, if I do 50 competitions a month, a, a week or not a week, a year, which is not possible. Say I do 12 a year and I, I win one or two of them. That's cool. That's awesome. great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Right. But if I do one a year, well, that's a lot more important. Yeah. 100%. yeah especially if that one. No, like, I mean, that's what I always equate us to and kind of funny where it's the fact that in the first year two years when the patreon thing wouldn't post right and this wouldn't happen and something we said would go live at a time didn't go live i'd fucking be furious and i'd you know it it It, felt a lot more and now it's like well we put out a a jillion pieces of content a week and Mm -hmm. we have such a back catalog that now it's established that hey we you know 90 percent of the time are going to hit what we say we're going to hit and if we don't you know something catastrophic happened or it was a mess up or whatever and it's just like not to mention that I don't think the same way now, like, you know, on uh, 
on the tarmac taking off to the Walking Dead thing. Mm. Somebody had posted on Reddit like, oh, man, when's Gamescast go live? I guess it probably happened inside of the airport. When's Gamescast go live? And I was like, same time as always, 9 o'clock, unless dot, 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 unless something goes wrong and we're getting ready to take off. And I looked down and the phone's like, yeah, I get my Reddit responses come back up to my threads. And some kid's like, I think something must have gone wrong. And sure enough, I pop in. It's not there. Slack out. All right. Joey responds. Okay. It looks like it went up on Kind of Funny instead of Kind of Funny that Games. Happens. All right. Classic us. And it's just like, I popped in the Reddit set and the guy's like, cool, no problem. And it's like, back at year one, it was also cool, no problem. But I still felt like I'm failing and nobody understands yeah. like what we want. And like, no, people understand now. And it's, Yeah, it's I get it. The and same it, thing it's always been. It's, yeah. And I think that I, I totally get that. You know, I, I totally get that. And I have to, that's something I have to remind myself too, is like, don't insert myself in these situations because there's, we're moving so fast that there's just going to, it's production. There's going to be errors. There's going to be mistakes. going to be times we fail. That's just the way it is. And the more... The more you can look at that as not necessarily, I mean, it's bad and you obviously don't want to make mistakes, but the more you can look at that as a positive, like, okay, let's learn from this, let's move forward, um, the more it's just, it's, it's just not going to bother you. Because there's just always an, there's, there's always a level of something that doesn't go your way. Oh, yeah. And I used to let that bother me a lot. Yeah. And now I'm just like, well, I have the attitude of like, we'll get them tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same, it's the same in what we do here. It's the same. Sometimes when I host the morning show, I'm like, damn, we knocked it out of the fucking park today. We had a great show. I know people were enjoying that because I was enjoying it. Yeah. And then some people, I'm like, sometimes we'll have the morning show and I'm like, I think I was the only person enjoying that. Uh, you know, or or it's the same with comedy. It's the same with jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Well, I'll go in and I'll, I'll have a great night of training and think, oh, this is fucking great. And the next day I come back and someone just destroys me. And I'm like, this is my first day. Like, what is happening? Like, why can't here? I do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same with comedy where I went to three mics on Monday to prepare for that Tuesday show. And the first one went well. And the second one went great. I was like, I'm doing fucking I'm great. I'm on fire. And the third one, I ate shit. Yeah. And it was just, uh, you know, the way it is. How much man. are your acts new right now? Like from when I last saw it. I did 15 minutes last Holy night. Holy shit. Which um, I think a lot of it you've probably seen. And yeah. a lot of it, it was very interesting and telling uh, to be able to do 15 minutes was first off it was cool because you can settle into a groove and you can you know like the nerves of being on stage you settle in you kind of calm down and you can actually eh, kind of develop that kind of really quick relationship with the yeah, audience talk to the audience look at the audience um which is good except for last night because the lights were so blinding i couldn't see anyone which i fucking hate when they do that but that's not there that's not the organizer's fault it's just that's the lights they have there um but i like punchline because punchline you can see people's faces and yeah. it's, very, it's small enough that you can actually pinpoint people in the back of the room which is yeah. nice um 15 minutes, uh, a lot of it's probably new that you haven't heard. Wow. Um, and it's interesting because now that I look through it, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm starting to really notice that a lot of my material is just tonally off from itself. Mm. So some of it needs to be developed more. Some of it needs to be just thrown out the window because it's not working. And some of it is just, some of it's like super harsh. Some of it's super over-sexualized. Some of it's silly. Yeah, and some yeah. of it's really innocent fun, like stupid fun. And so I'm still trying to figure out where my voice is with all that. You know, because uh, like the first joke I have is like a misdirection joke. And the next joke I have is like, wow, you're just being really mean toward this particular kid. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah, but it's but it's interesting. And that was and I'm I'm I like the opportunities to push myself, obviously, because I think I think that the more you push yourself, the more you have that opportunity to get that that important data and the more you have the opportunity to get that sort of like that learning experience, both good and bad. And and, and having that 15 minute set go well yeah. was a nice little frosting on the cake of uh or or, or you know of of the middle layer being failing utterly at a jiu-jitsu competition but then also having a, what i consider was our best stream ever which was on Saturday, oh yeah, the actual sure. stream. yeah sure. we had at one point i was like are we fucking doing this like this is so fun when we were in the middle of of jeopardy yeah josh pretty i was like 
I literally was like, I'm like looking at the shot. I'm like, I'm so proud of us that yeah. this is actually yeah. working. Like Kevin did the fucking back wall and it was working. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how is he doing that? That's so cool. Yeah. And and it was a legitimately great piece of content that was in the middle of 50 other great pieces. Some of it was crazy and, and not as well yeah. thought out. But yeah, we did we did some great stuff. So I don't know. I guess moral of the story is just keep going. Just keep swimming. Keep trucking, as they say. Uh, during this break, I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. Of course, DJ Kento, Patreon producer. Ding. But also, Burrow and Gabby. Let's start with Burrow. Is there anything harder to move than a sofa? No. Not that I know of. I still have, a phone, I still have an image on my phone of uh, my, leaving my original San Francisco place. Not Micah's house, mm-hmm. but the place after that, where I put, we pushed my sofa out the... F- Second story window, and then it's Sam Bishop, Hillary Golsing, Craig Harris. Yeah. I think catching it, and then I stopped like an asshole to take a photo of it of them holding up my couch. On it. Burrow is changing all that with a fully customiz- customizable sofa that's easy to move and built to last. You're, you're a monster. <laughs> the modular design means your chair can become a love seat, and your love seat can become a sofa simply by adding one seat at a time. Uh, who is using this? One of our we we definitely have somebody using this that we sent in to do this, right? The modular is it Tim? Is it might be Tim? It might be Tim. I think it's I think Tim that's using it. It is Tim. He likes it a lot. Uh, he went online to burrow.com. You're able to personalize it. You can get the right arm height, sofa color, leg material, and size. Uh, cool, Greg. From what I understand, you've sat on Tim's burrow sofa. What'd you think of it? Oh, many a times. I didn't realize that was Burrow, but yeah. I do like it. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Now I remember this when he got it when him and Gia moved over there. Uh, Burrow is the only sofa that grows with you and actually fits your life. You right now can get $75 off your Burrow sofa at Burrow.com slash Greggy. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash Greggy. Burrow. Furniture that fits. Nope. Furniture that's fit for modern life at home. That's good. That was really good. That's read. a good one. Thank you very Great much. Read. Up next, it's Gabby. What is Gabby? Gabby is your insurance concierge. Uh, They are an online broker who compares all the insurance options to find the right policy, all in under two minutes. Recently, I believe on, not this show, must have been Games Daily. I remember Tim came in. He's also using this right now. You go there, you input all your information, and they go through and they figure out which insurance you should be using. Mm, I should do this. Why don't you? Because I, I, so I just, so I, 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 yeah, I should. You can set it and forget it with Gabby. You shouldn't have to worry about insurance. And with Gabby, you don't have to. In under two minutes, we do all, I'm, that's them, not me. We do all the research, scouring all of your available options to make sure you are getting the best policy for your individual circumstance. Gabby auto checks your options and has an e- easy renewal, no, every renewal time to make sure you are still getting the best deal ever. There's no spam for real. Uh, they don't sell your information to like other brokers do and they'll never spam or call you. Gabby is your insurance concierge for life. Gabby is licensed insurance broker in all 50 states. Gabby is in the relationship business. That's why we think uh, of it like a concierge, someone you know and gets to know you over time. Uh, you can test out Gabby for free right now at Gabby dot com slash greggy that's g-a-b-i dot com slash greggy uh they're an insurance broker they want to help you so get over there and let them help you that's not their slogan i was like get over there and let them help you isn't what they're slow they don't have a slogan i I think everyone listening to that myself included knows that's not i'm just making sure it's clear I'm seeing it they have no slogan well i don't people don't but i then i feel like we should give it to them and i think get over there and let them show you. What, pretty you read stuff. the last part again? What is it again? Test out Gabby for free at gabby.com slash Graggy. Graggy. Gabby. Get over there and let them show there. you. Get over there and get let them show, show, show you. Just get over there. Get over there. Just get over there. Get over get there. Get over there. Get over there. That's good. Gabby. That's actually really good. All right, cool. Let's go with that. Uh, Nick. Yeah. You get 
the choice of what the final topic will be. Love it. We can either use yours that we didn't use on the Josh McCuga show, which I'm going to say we can say for whenever. Sure. Movies you wish you could unsee. Oh, yeah. And then there's also the topic from Amir on Patreon. Or I'm sorry, Amar on Patreon. Remember this one, the British royalty one. Which one was that one? Amar says, you've been made a British aristocrat. Parentheses. Turns out you're some long lost heir or what have you. And parentheses. And you've been given the funds to design your own estate in England. For simplicity's sake, let's say Duke, Duke slash Duchess of Cleveland. Tell us about your new life. How would you design your estate, reign as a Duke slash Duchess, interact with Her Majesty, etc.? That's fun. We're doing that? Sure, why not? Amar from Patreon writes in for this topic and says, you just heard it. You're, uh, we're British aristocrats, aristocrats of uh, Cleveland. The wheels are coming off. I've been on camera I for understand. 17 straight eight. days. And if you had to guess, how badly do I have to pee right now? Oh, I got to pee too, so I imagine you're even worse. Do you want to just leave dead air while well, we go pee? No, Joey can come in, you can pee, and then I'll pee, and then we'll do the British Aristocats. That sounds good. Joe! 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 Could you fill in for me for a second? I have to potty. And then you have to fill in for me while I potty. Yeah. Okay. But right now we're doing, get out of here. We're doing tell, her, tell her what the topic is. So we can keep it going. You can start it. All right, Joe, because you'll be here for two of them back to back. Amar, <laughs> Amar from Patreon writes in and says, you've been made a British aristocrat. Turns out you're some long lost heir or what have you. And you've been given funds to design your own estate in England. For simplicity's sake, let's say the Duke slash Duchess of Cleveland. Tell us about your new life, how Cleveland? you would design your estate, reign as Duke slash Duchess. So wait, Interact. this is in England or like I'm an American? He immediately changes his own idea, so I don't know. Okay. Design your own estate in England, he starts with, and then he says, for simplicity's sake, say the Duke of England or Duchess of England. Cleveland. I have to live in Ohio? I like the idea that we have been made. There's some weird thing. That, like I got that, adopted and my parents never told me. We're, we're, it's and Princess Diaries reboot, and <gasps> somehow in so this, exciting. we are taking over Cleveland. That's what we've been given in this. Oh, I don't want to take over Cleveland. Too bad. Though. That's what you got now. <sighs> okay. What does my estate look like? And that means your home, I'm assuming, right? I assume so. Cool, Greg. Give me a Google search of British estate and make sure we're using this correctly. <laughs> oh, I call Lucy too, probably. <laughs> Lucy James, clearly. Actually, that's probably a better service. Hold on. But what do you, what do you, where do you start with this one? Um, where do I start? Housing estate is a group of homes or other buildings built together as a single development. So this is like a like a compound of some sort, right? Is usually what it sounds like. So I can. So obviously, I want a giant house because I live in San Francisco and I live in a shoebox currently. So it would be nice to be able to have some sort of like room to have to, for activities. Um. So I feel like I feel like every British estate has some sort of like mansion e type thing, right? Sure. I would also. Like some sort of, I want some sort of like concert arena or sporting wow. venue. Wow. Okay. Okay. I want somewhere where I can throw giant parties and have cool people come over. Okay. So you're you're taking like the Buckingham Palace yes. route here. Okay. I, if I'm gonna have some sort of estate, I want it to be giant. Okay. You know that's fair. I think that comes with the the name estate, right? Yeah. I threw that at her later. All right. Now you sub in. I'm gonna pee. We're still trying to come to grips with what exactly an estate is, and we've taken over Cleveland. 
I don't know. Why do we have to be in Cleveland? I don't. First off, we're first. My first act is King. He's moving out. He's moving us out of Cleveland. That's. Fine. I've never been to Cleveland, but uh, I can't imagine it's better than Southern California. So what we're going to do is we're going to move our English estate to the. Uh, what do you want? I'm looking at this. Yeah, you can read that. I feel like we we're gonna we're gonna move it closer to like. Uh, I feel London. like we should have a collective kind of funny estate, and we all have to pool our ideas. No, no, no. absolutely not. You just want not. a Nicholas Scarpino estate? Absolutely not. If I am if I become royalty overnight, I yeah. am ditching you all <laughs> faster than 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 a bad habit. That's what I'm gonna do. Wow. You guys are allowed to come visit my estate, okay? But what I don't what want kind of visitor privilege. Here's do what I have? don't want. I don't okay. want to live in an estate that's amazing and like historic and have Kevin hang wires poorly all over it <laughs> and tape shit to the wall that eventually after six weeks just is just going to fall off. off. Yeah. Okay. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You've seen multiple instances of that. So no, Specifically you guys can come over. Office. Exactly. But if he's not working, if he's just a visitor, he in theory, well, I guess it's Kevin. So he's always going to be tinkering. Every if it's time Kevin, he's, he's going to be tinkering and he he's only allowed to visit if he walks in, puts on the outfit, that I've, I've I've bought for him and become is, my manservant. He'll be my manservant outfit. What is that outfit exactly? I'm gonna call Do him I want to know? Yeah, I'm going to call him Mr. Belvedere. It's going to be a full <laughs> tuxedo, and it's going to have tails, mm-hmm. and it's going to have like one of those fluffy thingies, cr- cr- cravats or cr- cr- crevasses. Sure. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know when they're not, not a tie, whatever the other thing is that people wear when they get married. An He's, ascot? Ascot. No. That's like the, it's something else. It's okay. like a French tie. It doesn't matter. Kevin's going to be my little butler. Okay. Cool Greg is allowed to live there rent free though. Wow. Man. And we'll, we'll, Just we'll, Cool Greg. What we'll do is we'll we'll take the most historic part of the hist- estate. Yeah. The part that's like impossible to redo. Yeah. The out, the exterior of. Not the main building, but like if there's like a mosque or like the family's buried there. Okay. Cool Greg can, is allowed to tag any of that stuff Ooh. he wants. Okay. Super expensive. Dope. Like t- like the worst possible place you could ever think for graffiti to be. That's where we will make allow Cool Greg and his and his friends. Okay. Um, because so Cool they Greg all and, get to be there. Just, well, they can't tag. It's only for Cool Greg. But okay. if he wants, the, if he can wants he to allow that, he can do it. Delegate his tagging rights. Yes. To be somewhere else. I I, I would <laughs> assume so. Now, Greg, what we've decided is that yeah, um, Cool Greg, this mic's up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are we calling the Earl and Duchess of Buckingham? Yes. Cool. Lucy James, it's Greg Miller. You're no. on the Game Over Greg <laughs> Show. How are you? Great. Hey, I'm good. How you doing? Great. We need your Britishness. We've uh, okay. Amar from Patreon's written in. He said we've been made. This is hypothetical, of course. Don't worry. Don't panic. Okay. He says we've been made each one of us or you the Duke slash Duchess of Cleveland. So like you know from England, we're there. He wants to know what our estate would look like. What so, what question like? number our one: estate, our What's state? What What's, is an estate? <laughs> what is an estate? <laughs> like, are we? Is it just Buckingham Palace, or is like estate to you people mean like we have a town? Uh, so, I would say that an estate looks more like uh, like a big grand house, kind of like a Downton Abbey. Okay. Where you have like a big house, you've got people who work for you. Maybe you've got servants' quarters. You've got land. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. But good. Also, an estate can. Uh, so I grew up on an estate, which is kind of. Like Are you a duchess? <laughs> <gasps> is she the Duchess of Cleveland? So the estate can have multiple meanings. So an estate where I grew up is like, uh, I don't know. It's like a selection of houses that okay. all look the same, and they kind of. I don't know. It's like, it's like it's like a part of a town. I feel like, like it's got to be the first. It's got to be the first, right? It like has we to have, be the yeah, big yeah, yeah. The yeah. one I'm talking about is like. 
lower middle class houses everyone lives in a kind of community all the houses are built and look exactly the same that's a very england thing okay but I see we call those track homes that's a neighborhood mm-hmm. okay thank you you're welcome Thanks, are you Lucy. home uh no i'm still at work okay i'll see you guys i'll see you later all right bye bye just a delightful human being she's yeah. great be great if you remembered her last name though sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up on the extra live stream. Did okay. you really? Yeah, I yeah. It right O'Brien. in front of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she totally. was like, God damn you, yeah, you know she's got to get that all the time. Yeah, her and well, the it goes community. both ways. She was yeah. telling me Lucy that O'Brien, Lucy O'Brien, yeah. like, there was something where they were like, and Lucy James, and Lucy O'Brien didn't even get up. She's like, no, <laughs> that's, that's not me. Nope. I'm not getting up for that. Not me. Um, Here's the first thing I do, of yeah, course. Yeah. Great. I am, I've been, I'm a duke. I'm British royalty. Can I? Gary Witta, enemy of the state. Whoa. Oh, really? I will just for. I just thought you were going to pay him to be your manservant because I was going to. I was going to pay. Just for the shits and gigs, I'm I sure. would make sure that he is can't like ever come back into from London. the UK. And I don't know that as a duke you have that power. I we're in this world we're making that a power. I was going to say yeah, I'm duke and I'm over there and I the, Hugh Grant's the prime minister. Like, yeah. I'm going to fucking make things happen. Are we in the world also where Joey decided to put her checks cinnamon cereal <laughs> on one of these coasters that has never been cleaned and yeah. has been on the floor I'm not so many oh, fucking times? Oh, okay, fair, fair. I thought you were eating those. Good, good. I know. Is that what you were going to hand me? Yeah. You thought, I thought, it, was I thought it was candy corn. No, I was definitely handing you Cinnamon Life. <laughs> I should have trust you. I know. You, you got to trust Joey sometimes. You're one of the good Not ones, Joe. Some of the times. Yeah. Just some of the time. So Man, wait, I have a question. If that's I'm what you're doing with Gary Witta, yeah. do you have any plans for Rahul Kohli? Man, the Funhouse fuck? Yeah. <sighs> I feel like here. Oh, I got or, you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Great. Call me. Great. Hold here, on, I'm thinking about great, how, Nick, what I want to do to him. Great. I yes. also have a really great, great idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, fuck. Here, Hold on. Here, here, Shit. Okay. I mean, he. I went first. I buzzed in first. I think you bar him from ever leaving the country so that he Ooh. can never collaborate with Funhouse ever again. They, no, you've seen him. They're so in love. They he, yeah. Bruce would sneak over in a box and make videos. That's fine. That's Bruce can come in, but once he's there, he he's trapped. Leave. He's Got trapped him. in London. Tear up his passport. You know what it's like? One of those uh, one of those boxes that you can only open. Like you push through and then it closes on traps. That's what it's called. Rat like trap. a fox rat trap. trap. Yeah, rat trap. That's what I'm thinking of. Because we're gonna, we're gonna trap this rat. We're gonna trap that yeah. fucking rat. Yeah. That, that rat, Bruce. Sure. Son of a bitch. I have Joey, an idea. you got. We just you you serve him and you take him and you permanently make him impersonate Andy Cortez. That's not bad either. That's not bad either. Well, also, but the door swings both ways on this because we still have Andy in this equation too. Sure, Andy, we could uh, make impersonate Rahul. We could also send him. He can be our errand boy, but he also has to dress really like Andy Mr. Belvedere. Either of them, really? Okay, okay. Because I think that one of the fun things about having power is how much you abuse it. And I think you can just pay people to do really, really sad. And that's my thing is what I think one of the things. things I would do, of course. Have you ever seen Man in the Iron Mask? Yeah, I would put <laughs> Rahul Kohli in the Iron Mask. You know, you put I mean? Andy in Iron no, Mask. No, 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 real Rahul Kohli oh, okay. in Iron Mask. Andy's he, too he pretty for the Iron Mask. Now here's the thing: we're talking about everybody who's wronged us, mm-hmm. Gary Witta, Rahul Kohli, right? Naturally, we got to start paying it forward to the people who've been good to us. Cameron Cuff, make him president. Yeah, exactly. He prime, prime Minister for life. Yep, we put him on the money. We also get them on the dollar because it's just easier. You take, you take Theresa May, you throw her on a boat with Tony Blair so he can't come back either. Marissa Tomei? Mar- Theresa May. <laughs> Who's Theresa May? Isn't that the current prime minister? I don't fucking know. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Do you take like the, the current prime minister? We have Marissa Tomei in this way more than her. Oh, you know what? We're brainstorming. Why not? <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah, okay. Marissa Tomei comes in. Yeah. She can hang out with Cameron Cuff. She can be the queen. And that's the biggest thing is, I, and I, I understand. The queen to his prime minister. Yeah, this <laughs> is this is the queen. The we'll call, we'll call Marissa Tomei the queen mother. <laughs> we've come in with a lot of power here. Yeah, obviously. And the question really is, and I understand again, and this is an open to interpretation. Whatever, blah blah blah. For me right now, America picking itself back Number up. Number one, right? Yeah. Okay. Got that Congress. <laughs> no house, all right. 
Yeah, House Congress. Yeah. Right. Senate. Senate. Sorry. I'm so out of it. I Sorry. You're right. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Senate House. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, do we go over there as this Duke, that Duchess that's taking over? Do we go over there and are we building it into the England we want it to be and the need it to be? Or are we going over there as sleeper cells? And this is going to be the 51st state at some point. Are we? What are we doing about Brexit? First off, we got to learn exactly what it is. Secondly, though, I, nobody likes it. So we got to stop that shit. Right. I think to answer your question with a question is how long do you think it would take us to turn all of England into Harry Potter land? Oof, now you're really thinking. Do you see what I'm now saying? You're really thinking. Can we put Cool Greg in charge of that? Oh, yeah. There's no better man. Like when we make the announcement, we're like, there's no man better suited to run Harry Potter land than Cool Greg. And but we, then, but there's <laughs> no tags everything. Just bring me real quick. There's no man better suited to run <laughs> Harry Potter land. AKA Old England. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you have to also understand that wherever Cool Greg lacks, and, and this I don't mean this as an insult, Cool Greg, but you're not a perfect human being. Obviously, Cameron Cuff from Marissa Tomei will make up for him. Yeah. Great point. Like to Great help point. lead the country. Great point. I feel like three I, people easily could lead the entire country. It's a yeah. very small country, it's roughly the size of Rhode Island. <laughs> it's something like that. It's, it's something like that, right? It's close. Yeah. I made that up. I see Cool Greg in charge of all of the Harry Potter continuity, yeah. making sure that all of the neighborhoods mm -hmm. and the boroughs are in accordance with J.K. Rowling's vision. To answer your original question, I think when we come in, we come in as an invading foreign body. Gotcha. And we come in, oh. we come Panama. in. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> you fuck, you're right there with me, right? <laughs> we we are. We fly into Heathrow. We land. Yeah. But we're real quiet about it. And then we get in a nice boat and we go out into the water and uh, then turn it and around. Then turn and then turn it around. We turn, we turn and every like, radio station and TV channel to Panama. But we're in, we have to be this. Yeah. Speedboat. Yeah. Like the end of the Hangover Two or whatever it was when they just crashed the speedboat, and then but we have to come from not the channel side. We have to come from the other side where there's nothing, just the ocean. Yeah, like we're coming. So from they're America. like, where yeah. do they come from? These guys are. Do these guys take a fucking speedboat? And they're like they from New Jersey. Like, <laughs> like, is that where they're from? And they're, their monocles fall out, and they drop their T's, and their doilies are blown off the tables. Christ, and we're all fucking, fucking in like America. The pants just, are like the American flag. We're yeah. throwing actual cookies at them, not biscuits. Yeah, we're like these yeah, are yeah. fucking cookies. That's what they're called. Right. Stop. Calling them biscuits. We're, call, we're, 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 we're everyone. We're well, metric system out the fucking window. It's, Celsius out the fucking window. We're, we're, we're wearing. We're like these are pants, not underwear, right? Because they yeah. call their underwear pants and, and trousers, pants are trousers are pants. What yeah. the fuck? I've never heard that. Yeah, that's, that's true. A real that's thing. true. Oh man, these people got to stop. They got to yeah. go down. I'm sorry, England. We're coming for you. It's not a big deal, but we are. Got, we're going to invade your country. We're taking you. We're taking you. We're taking the fight to you. Because for the last we do, we do 250 years, right. we've been at stalemate, Cold War. Now, as, as you know, him. of course, as <laughs> since you know, they left, whenever since, there's since an invading force stupid clutch. that it has all the power, because that's what's happened now that we're yeah. our state is England. Yeah, uh, there needs to be a rebel group that's going to try Ooh. to overthrow us, right? The rebel yeah. alliance. You know who we're tapping for this? Hmm. Mark Freeman. He's an inside sleeper agent. He acts like he has all our artwork. He knows everything about us, and he <laughs> acts like. They came into my country and they took it over and they're bad people. But in reality, he's happy with the changes we're making. He but he's it. just gonna he's gonna do it. But he's feeding us because the information. when yeah. we ship him merch, it's not gonna cost him as 100%. much. We're making the merch there we'll now. We'll be the recording what? all of this on England time. And you won't have to stay up till no, two. No, 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 right no. We'll now? still yeah. do American time. Everything's American time. <laughs> So but American time, it's going to be it's gonna 5 p.m. Like, here. It's going to be 5 p.m. there. I was going to say, it's but, just going to be like, are we going to, like, no, there's no vote, but how we just, we just all killed uh, Daylight Savings yeah, Time, right? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the goal. Not, yeah, we got it. 
anybody got the information on that? Because Jen asked me. I this have morning. no idea. And I was like, oh, we won. She's like, yeah. I, but what did we win? I'm like, no more data says maybe. I if I remember correctly, I think it just gives them now. the opportunity to vote about it. I don't yeah. think we actually killed daylight savings time. Oh, we're gonna I think it gives. I think it gives like either. Now we have to keep track of like two different time zones or time. No, because it's gonna. The idea is that we're all. It's gonna domino effect. We'll get everybody. Yeah. We did, that has what happened with weed. Once we uh, legalized weed, right now. Canada was like, "Oh, that's so open cool. Let's do it." What about the rest of the states? Hold though? on, hold on. Fuck the rest of the here. states. Making a point. Yeah, he's opening the blinds right now. Pitch fucking black. Hate yeah. it. It's five forty-seven. Fuck me, Jesus. Stupid. Stupid. But, Stupid. Stupid. but that means that we want daylight savings time all the time. No, I want it, it to be daylight savings. Everybody later. knows what we want. All right. I didn't. I didn't read the thing. I didn't know what I'm voting on. But I know that everybody knows what I want. No. It's not this. I want to spring forward all the time. I no. never want to fall back. I never want to fall back. But when you I spring never... forward, that is daylight savings. I Fine want... then, Joe. That's what it is. Jesus, you understand what I'm saying? I, I want, want the kids it... to go to school when it's dark out. And you want to go and home, come when, home it's light. when it's light. Yeah, I want, I want to go yeah. to comedy and have it still be light outside. I want We're the sun the to have here. basically well, just gone down right when my when, when my show starts. That's what yeah. I want. Okay. Last night, I get because when it went, this is the problem. When it gets dark earlier, it shuts off. Like it starts producing that melatonin in your brain. You get tired. You need the sunlight to energize you. It's true. Similar to that one semi exactly Pete and Pete episode. Exactly. This is bullshit. On, on the other hand, though, it, it is cozy weather. It so is. when I'm inside, it, you get cozy fast. I'm going to go get cozy tonight. It's going to be great. It's true. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Good Greggy one. Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes three, but it was really two to begin with. Best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement. Yes, Nick? I just want to say, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't have any faith that we were going to crush that topic. But we, we crushed, crushed that topic. That topic. You <laughs> kidding me? Good it. job, Amir. And now everyone in England living in fear of us. They should that's be. right where we Except should be. Except Mark Freeman, who understands he will be he propelled to the he top of our gets it, man. puppet regime. That when, we need. When, when, and uh, Cameron Cuff, because yeah. he'll be president. When the, when the, when the British SAS come and invade his apartment, they're going to see all the posters and be like, we should have known. We should have known. But it'll be too late by then. Burn them all. And they got the little billy clubs and their bulldogs. <laughs> I think they carry what? guns now. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Ah, you know the fucking rigmarole. <laughs> Watch it live on patreon.com slash kind of funny for just a buck. Will you get the pre and post show? We're rolling into a post show right now. Uh, if you want to get the pre and post show later, you can get the video version over on Patreon and we put it up each and every Friday. The podcast doesn't come with it, but it also goes up early on Friday. Neither of those have ads. Then, of course, you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny and get the whole show. Used to be topic by topic. We don't do that anymore because what the fuck would you break this into? Instead, Who it's just knows? there. It's free. We had no pre and post show though. Three very distinct, like uh, movements in this podcast. One was free for all. One was jujitsu, and one was maybe pro- prohibits us from ever going to England again. <laughs> They're cowards. In they Canada, you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll go there, but they'll do that. Like they won't. Do- Oi, Gabnazi and biscuits. Nailed it. Time for the post show. Until next time, free version. See you later. <laughs>